0: Welcome back to the only show that breaks down, cracks up, skews and reviews each week's DC Comics. I'm Carol Ferris' new boyfriend, Eric Shay. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast, episode number 484.
1: 484, here we go, Eric. Get that through the door, right? Is that what you're saying? Bitch can't get it through the door. Oh my goodness, all you weirdos here. Welcome to the show. And speaking of that, Eric, we don't have a refrigerator in our house for a couple of days. Because they can't the get, get it through the door. One, First one, because the bitch couldn't get it through bitch the door. can't get it through Th- the door. They were supposed to take the doors off of the fridge to get it in the damn door, and they did not. Get the the doors. Did God. The- I was upstairs. I didn't even know what was going on. Tanya comes up, and I'm like, oh, how's the fridge? She's like, they left. They didn't <laughs> They didn't even take it off the truck. What? And she said, the guy looked. said it's not going to fit. They wouldn't take the doors off, even though that was in the instructions, and then they left. Then they delivered another one today. It was the wrong one, Eric. Now we have one coming on Monday. Uh That's some like would, problems. Some will go wrong with that. It never goes right. If it went right, then it wouldn't be wrong, as they say, Eric. But hey, welcome it to the you. show. Yeah. All you weirdos, we have a plethora of books, I would say, right? I guess it is, it is. And yeah, I think it is. And we'll have that and we have some that we added in, and just to say right off the bat, we we're well aware That the Superboy Man of Tomorrow number 2 did not come out this week, but it came out digitally on the app. And since we had so few books this week and a lot next week, we decided to add it in. So call it a bonus, Sarah. Call it a bonus. But hey, everybody. Yeah, well, that's well plethora minus one, I guess. For Uh, some reason, I was thinking the plethora was five now. Maybe everything's shrinking like me. Yeah. Right? Like me, Eric. So we have a plethora of minus one. Not a lot of books, but some new number ones. Dawn of DC stuff. Like,
0: Did I miss a book this week? Yeah, oh, no, no. It
1: was me miscounting. Actually, not miscounting. Misknowing, I'd like to say. Unlike my, you know, name in Cleveland. Mis- Misdemeanor. Demeanor. Oh my goodness, you remembered that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I don't you can Cleveland. go off now. You can go off to read written reviews at our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com. That would be pretty cool of everyone, but also go over to our YouTube channel, Weird Science Comics. You can even have things there, like the new news that Wonder Woman's daughter, Trinity, will be hitting the dawn of D.C. coming up. And we'll get the first appearance in the, uh, what is it, the Wonder Woman number 800 next month. Are you looking forward to that? It's funny, they keep pushing that as the big news. But in that issue will be the reds final story for Wonder Woman. They don't really care about that, but who does? You can also go over to our Patreon, Patreon dot com slash Weird Science, and get a lot of shows, including our weekly DC Comics Badass Patreon Spotlight. And this week, the Badass is up to get fresh crew. They ended up picking Harley, screws up the DCU number three. I didn't add the multiversity part in that air because we're still a little, like, unclear. Multiversity's right? <laughs> in the header. <laughs> we're that makes it important. are still not really knowing that that's as important as we thought. And Stargirl, The Lost Children, number six, which the is finale. a really, really good book. We really like that. A finale that seems to be a prelude to go into JSA a number stepping six, stone. And we'll see if we get a young JSA book. I ended up doing a video review of that, and a lot of people in the comments actually didn't want a young JSA book. They just want it to get into the JSA book itself To make that worth buying Is what they said Which, you know, maybe that is the case But we also go on there on the Twitters If you want to go follow us At Weird Science DC Follow us, we'll follow you back But we'll get right into this And with the badasses of the Get Fresh crew If you Pe- want to get oof. mad at them That they picked Stargirl We're now going to list all of them In the doxing. badass ass roll call This is toxic at its best Ah, yeah, Eric. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I know you love that. Here we go. Nobody does. Trevit, Dad Nation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is there. Eric K, double K, Jeffrey Greek, Zachary Walker, The Annihilator, Ted Probst. I Love Punchline Stork. Michael S. Cam, Matt Razor, D Man 3000, Niels T David Fink, Stephen Baum, who we'll hear from later. Jason Colby, Sue two forty-two to you and me. Michael G, Ken Halleck, Comic Boom, Rocky, Fat Dick Andre. Oh uh, shit! Uh, fat Dick. Okay, Fat Dick Andre. I guess that's just his title. Mark, I'm <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. It's There's right there in your face out? with this big old Fat, fat dick. dick Andre. Mark Jacob heading, heading off to Paris. Coming up, he's going to see Metallica in Gay Paris. Bill, nice. a beer of the bat pod, Ruben, Carlos, Millwolf Marv, that, a rapier, a Luke Hollywood, Simon, Luis, Man, Ship, Andrew in Belfast, Swanee, Anthony G, Josh, Vermillion, My Man, Batman, Beyond Mark, B, Muir, Brandy Murray up there in Buffalo, and Double A Ron off in Minnesota, doxing his ass, all time greats, Rob Lewis and Reginald Drinkwater. We ended up having the unfortunate anniversary of Reggie passing this week. Toby put a, a tweet out, and that reminded me to be sad this week. And I thanked <laughs> him for that. And I miss Reggie. I've been telling some of the new people in the podcast, everybody listening, uh, how much they missed out on Reggie. And the thing that I always end up saying is, you missed out on Eric getting furious every time he wanted to rhyme time into the books. That was <laughs> the worst. <laughs> We can finally tell everybody how much you just hated that. You hated it so much. Finally. I Well, I never really spelled it out too much that you uh, hated it, but the idea that you hate that and Jack Kirby, you're just not a wholesome fella, Eric. You don't
0: like the I fun I didn't no. say anything that I hate Jack Kirby. It's just I don't hold him in such high regard as everybody else because I have eyes and can read. Well, that's the thing. You said to me just recently, it's more
1: of the writing of Jack Kirby that you, you don't care for as much but reggie with the rhyme time it's one of those things i i didn't love it but i loved it because you hated it so much and i love to listen when i would edit the podcast where i then can pretty much isolate your track to hear you sigh right before you turn <laughs> your mic off that was it. there was a sigh i'm it out for a few minutes it made me laugh so, so much, but a shout-out to Reggie. And seriously, if Reggie is looking down, up, sideways, he's laughing right now because that's what he was doing anyway. He was trying to drive us nuts. So with all that, a little shout-out to that. Uh, but that's that. We're going to get on to our plethora minus one of books, Eric. And like I said, there's some big ones. Some big, new Dawn of DC books. There's some weird Dawn of DC books. And then there's one book here that's driving me completely insane. But We'll go to that Superboy right about now.
2: He got his first real comic, got it at a five and down, made it to his fingers, man been reading comics most of his life. Him and some guys from school. We had a book and they tried real hard. Jake quit. Knuckles got married youngest was never gonna get far When he looks back now Did he ever father ever And now that he has a choice He told you, see, would marry or never
1: Eric, you have read comics most of your life. A weird song to start with. I don't think we ever have. But it works out for me because I was wondering, you know, which one of us would lead everyone into this new Green Lantern. And then I laughed because it sounded in my mind a lot like when I asked you who would well, review the Mortal That's all I can think of. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I, I thought I'm, I'm going and I... You always yell at me. Because obviously, I, Jim, I'm a pretentious prick and I'm going to do it. I never can remember which books each of us do and whatnot. And I do like to try to make it evened up. So I'm going through. I'm like, OK, he's not going to be doing Spirit World. Uh-uh. I know that he doesn't do Batman, Inc, but I couldn't remember which one of us did that stupid Superman Lost. So I'm like, OK, well, maybe. Just maybe he'll want me to do a big Brie Leonard deal. Oh, so yeah? I asked you, I didn't even write down the credits because I knew you would, but it made me laugh when I asked you. I'm waiting for it. it was, well, of course that would be me.
2: But well, you did Jim, mention it. I'll make you this
0: promise. I'll make you this promise right now. We ever get a solo Guy Gardner book? You can have it. Thank you.
1: Thank you. You're I did welcome. talk to some people about Guy Gardner this week. <laughs> you are, a giver. but here we are. And yeah, we end up having a new. Green Lantern book we end up we're going to head off to the spirit world at 1. Point. Uh-huh. we continue Batman Incorporated that seems to pick itself up with a little Joker's Ink even though it felt a little strange but that's fine and I have a theory that I want to see if you might have thought the same thing
0: but is we're going to cancel it no it is not Eric. okay first it's... I'm telling the thing is that's not shade that's not that's just me misremembering because I know a lot of books were canceled I'm like was that one of them because I don't remember
1: And it is one of the books that we don't get a lot of people talking about, but the people who do talk about it are pretty positive about it. It's decent enough, right? There's a couple of things that when we get to it, I'll end up like, you know, I I have some theories, Eric. And, you know, when I have a theory, that means that everybody perks up their ears to listen, right? (laughs) They don't. They don't. I didn't want to say Pricks because it would make me giggle. But it's oh, no, good have... to everybody else. Oh, oh! <laughs> you're just saying that. Well, that is true, Eric. That is true. Now, with that though, we do have a new Green Lantern book with the titular character. There you go. I just wanted to say Pricks. Ah, uh, Pricks. Ah, uh, Kaka. Well, we end up having the Green Lantern book, and most people in the know—they've been wondering what will Eric Shea think about it, because since we don't have. Me and you mainly doing reviews on the site. I do some video stuff, but this would have been an Eric Shea book, obviously. Totally. People, Come on. You, you're keeping it so close to the vest, Eric. People have been asking me all week, and I'm not joking. Nobody's asked me, though. People, yeah, because they know you're never going to answer. I'm Take the that. mouthpiece, right? They end up with, and also I can get to you, but I didn't even bother because I know you're not going to tell me. Uh-huh. And, I, and that just gets me more I'm frustrated more. and angry. So, I wanted to know though, and I said to you, "I think that you'll like it, but it'll never be enough for Eric Shea because he always wants more and more, like more. Real life. but I hope that you at least enjoyed the new start of a book that you have always loved, but you couldn't have." But for the past bunch of years, Eric, give us the credits, and let's get into it.
0: Green Lantern, number one, written by Jeremy Adams, with art by Zermonico, Rodney Alfajardo Jr., and Dave Sharp. And we do have a backup, and I'll get to those when we get there. But for what we have for our main story, our front-up, if you will, how Jordan is back, baby. And he's back on Earth to be our solo Green Lantern. And we have a little thing to get us into this whole, like, comic book series. It's a time of radical change in the galaxy. The gardens of Oa have disappeared, and in their absence, the United Planets have seized control of the Green Lantern Corps. Bullshit. Oh, and there we go. Here we go. In a, sh- in a shocking decree, the United Planets have declared Sector 2814 an unsafe liability to the How universe and have reassigned the Earth lanterns to other sectors. Okay. Why, whatever. Well, we'll get back to it. The true motivation behind this hostility remains a mystery. Furious at this turn of events, one lantern has quit. It's in protest, returning to Earth to start his life anew. The Green Lantern. Back on Earth. How Jordan is here. And pretty much what you're going to get from this, if you read the New 52, Green Lantern right from the get-go is a lot of the same. I Hal on Earth, Has no money, nowhere to live, and he needs to get his job back at Ferris Aircraft. Yeah, Ferris I, Aircraft
1: I think that this, and Sinestro's there. I mean, it yeah. is very similar, but where you had the new 52, and it was Jeff Johns doing it, it eventually led into Simon Baz and things like that. I think that that had more of a kind of miserable tone to this. This ends up where Hal Jordan, yeah, he doesn't know what to do. But He does have a place to live. You don't have the bills collecting, but he's trying to get back in the swing of things. Even though in the regular in world, that's left him behind. It seems like he's been on Earth for quite some time. If you go from what we had before, because he was kind of just hanging. But the idea that what you have this United Planets, he was just hanging. I mean, there were times where you'd have even to the point of rebirth, where you'd have Simon. And Jessica get a hold of him and things like that But he was doing his core stuff then But since then it seemed like it was Just kind of like eh, he was just hanging on Earth for a while but this could be Back then whatever but we're going this Is a dawn of DC things Are being set back and things and like you Said you're kind of going with the bullshit Deal but if you're going to go and we said it about Shazam.
0: Well, this never said anything about Lazarus Reign, so the explanation is better
1: already. Um, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, if you're going to go and get stuff from Jeffrey Thorne's run and try to throw in the Green Lantern, I mean, you're going well, to it's really such a weird struggle. idea
0: because, in my mind, you have to continue with the continuity because, obviously, that's how I work. I'm a goddamn maniac. But you had Jeffrey Thorne's run, which made, you know, John Stewart, the m- mortal guardian, the new new god situation that he was – where you had the uh, the what was it, the God Storm that we had going on, which then repowered the 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 lantern, were like the the main power lantern, and then that's where people got their powers and a crisscross things making people different versions of different lanterns, and that's where you left. You have the idea too, where a lot of the, the guardians were murdered They were out of flux. So it was weird how everything yeah. was explained in that, and also not explained at certain well, times. That's the but problem. We, we left that book with John Stewart going off to go face the Dark Army, being put in his own dream world, which for some reason became main canon at some point or somewhere, and I we're gonna get to that point later. But where we leave things off, it's just the guardians have disappeared because of the United Federation of Planets, which it seems weird to me. Even the idea that you have this entity, this willpower cosmic being, this power is dispersed out there. A few of the Green Lantern Corps and the Guardians have meant their entire all of time's mission to use this after the Manhunters, of course, to say, "Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna bugger off." And now it's this people we know nothing about, and it's, it's on you now. And even well, the they idea, didn't do that in
1: this, though. That's what I'm saying. And and with that, it just says the Guardians have disappeared, and yeah. in their absence, the United Planets have seized. I'm saying think though, that's e- the whole play even is.
0: that idea where the the Green Lanterns themselves would allow this to happen. Like, I understand that Hal quit and protest, but all of a sudden we got a group of assholes who we saw during the War World series where, like, you know, aren't always on the up and up and we leave Superman over there to die and be on his own. Mm -hmm. They're going to be in charge of the Green Lantern Corps and everybody's like, all right, cool, we're going to do whatever you say. Even the idea that Earth is too dangerous, so we're going to take all the Earth veterans and really, like, If it's so dangerous, why don't we get more of these people over there to make sure that we can protect it from everybody else in the universe?
1: I I think that you're going around the danger in a different light. A a green light, maybe, Eric. Maybe. Uh, The idea, I think, that the big play here is that the United Planets are sus. Maybe all the Green Lanterns know that. Maybe they don't. But the idea of, well, you see with how, what else are you going to do? This has been your life, so they stay. But some of them may have stayed. Like a Kilowog, we may find out Kyle Rayner, Kilowog They're staying on to make sure that it's done right. Yeah, like that. But Hal has to infiltrate this, and it allows Hal to be on Earth, obviously. But I think that the idea that they have reassigned the—they're doing something, and they're targeting Earth. You need—I think they want the lanterns off. They need them off of the planet, so they made up this shit and they dispersed the deal. Hal's still here. We'll have to see, but I think that's the big play here. And when you see Sinestro, I think that he's going to be right in with that. Of It's even such a weird idea. But this is worse.
0: You know, you have a common enemy. Hal Jordan is back on Earth. He's he's the Green Lantern and not only Earth, but mostly Coast City. Everybody in Coast City is happy to have the Green Lantern back to protect them. And they're all like, once it's on the news at a bar, like, man, I feel safer already. Sinestro is just sitting with a hoodie on at a bar just overhearing yeah. the news and giving that Sinestro scowl that we all love to see. But it's just every time we jump into a new thing with the Green Lanterns, it seems like all right. We're going to forget a bit about what the old, like you know, like Tor did with their time on the Green Lanterns because everything we've had just feels weird. Because even when we had Sinestro be the leader of New Korrigar when he jumped back into things, so like we had that, like like when then Jessica Jessica Cruz became a Yellow Lantern and was a part of that, and then she's not a Yellow Lantern anymore; she's a Green Lantern. We're not going to talk about that. Even when Sinestro was the leader of New Korgar. Last we saw before that Sornak Nantu, his daughter, was the le- the leader of the Sinestro Corps, and then we jump into this. You know that the next plot, she's no longer around. We don't talk about her, and now that we're over here, New Corps Guard doesn't matter. We just have Sinestro on Earth, and maybe it will make it sense as still. we go along. It's just I don't know why we for, lose so much along the way as we why? progress through the series. Because it was
1: bullshit. That's why, and to take the What's time. wrong with
0: Jessica Cruz being a Yellow Lantern?
1: The, the thing is they never did anything with it And then it seemed to get fudged back But even so we don't have Jessica In this
0: got to Being in charge of the semester, of course she took it from her father We never continued that It just was But written again like, oh, that may Sinestro's still be back. out
1: there The problem here is that that Jeffrey Thorne book And I'm just going with that Nobody read it everybody hated it It was bullshit and to try to come Into this and say okay well I'm gonna Make sense of that bullshit story To go forward fuck that This is what we said about Shazam The idea where in this, and people who have talked to me about this, and I see reviews, whatever, and people, they haven't read a Green Lantern book since maybe, you know, the beginning of Rebirth. So a lot of the stuff that me and you know and make it, I I like Jessica as a Yellow Lantern. We thought that was great. But nobody cares about it or knows about it enough to actually deal with it. What they want is a classic healing book, and they want to get involved because that Grant Morrison, if you love him, you love him. But that The Green Lantern, That was just like a a roadblock for anybody who wanted to enjoy a Green Lantern book. Then you get Jeffrey Thorne stuff that he's going with, this whole mosaic shit that nobody cared about anyway. And then you go with this. So I I don't mind wiping it clean. This is a Dawn of D.C. wipe it clean habit, but it still can work. We still might have new Korrigar. You may end up having Sinestro there because they did something with that. Or, you know, the idea, I think it's more of the enemy of my enemy. And hey, Hal, I know that you're a jerk, but... Because
0: even when we saw before, Sinestro went to the Federation of Plants like, hey, look, I'm willing to play ball with you jerks. I'm in this bitch. But again, that's, that was in the Jeffrey Thorne deal. I think they're just saying that. Fuck that.
1: Nobody read it. It was, it, was, it was terrible. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But again, I'm here for the dawn of DC. If I get something fresh and I could say, okay, Hal's there, no other Earth Lanterns, That it does feel a forced way to do that, but I think that's by design and then I think you have the United Planets that are sus, and we will have to figure That's it out. It's such up, a really idea issue. where we are
0: in DC Comics right now, because I don't know why, the United Federation of Planets feels so far behind us at this point to bring it up again. I know I know, it's been recent, because we had them even in the Superman War World saga, but even that felt like to a diminished degree, where, and like, it, once Bendis left, it was almost like out of sight, out of mind, except for a few players who still did it, but it was still not like as heavy as it once was, and to have it back in, my. Like, Oh, yeah, that is a thing, isn't it? Look at it. Uh,
1: I will say that that, that bit, y- you might as well just have that in an animated deal as a crawl because, boy, that it's oh, a it radical totally change of the galaxy straight out of Star Wars, which I like. I was like, okay, let's go. You get Star Wars, you get Maverick here. You get yeah, you do get Maverick here, and you do get some things. And this is what I was afraid of when I said to you, you might end up liking it, but I don't know because... You do kind of play off a lot of stuff that we got at the beginning of the new 52 with Hal being back and he's got to reacclimate himself to earth, which I like it here as well. And I like that Jeremy Adams even uses some songs and stuff like, Oh my God, Hal likes all of my <laughs> songs that I like. I can't. Oh, make music, my so. Yeah. He's not listening to mumble rap. I'll tell you that, Eric. But when you end up going through this, you're, you're just getting a fresh take that I think that most people. That are jumping on That skip the Jeffrey Thorne stuff That didn't get involved They're probably going to like this a lot more Than somebody like you Who does want to You hate to have things that you read Be shoved aside to mean nothing But sometimes that might need and to happen. And then certain
0: things, like in the backup the idea where you have Jeffrey Thorne's The Green Lantern... I'm not going to say that I like that at that all, ...that continued on you. into the Dark Crisis with the status quo of John Seward, which became a new world-slash-dream world that Pariah created for John Seward, that somehow in our backup has become real in the future. I... I...
1: <laughs> is it now Gothopia that we it said is. about the idea that when you ended up having Anno do the Gothopia deal in the New 52... Catwoman was in a dream world, and then when she came out, she still had the same job that she had in a dream world. It makes no dream. sense. So here we go. But again, my whole play of these Dawn of DC books, the ones that I've really started to enjoy, have been the ones that, okay, the first issue at least gives you the, oh, man, this character's pretty cool. Oh, my, I, I think that this might be neat. And I do get that from Hal Jordan here, even if he is a bit of a sad sack, but not so much like he was at the beginning of the new fifty-two, but right away you have that cold open. Well, he's saving some miners, right? there yeah. you know those famous mines of Coast City. The miners, yeah, the mines of Coast City, and he ends up saving them. But it is pretty cool—the glow, the the colors, no, come in this, it especially is. digitally. But it gets you there. Hey, guys, need a lift? They're probably like, "Shut up!" <laughs> like Yeah. Here? Oh, yeah. We got it. I would cheer, but I'm too weak. Yeah, exactly. You'd be there doing that. But you end up where Carol, she's trying to make things work with Ferris aircraft. And in the background, you have that news report of, hey, everybody, Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern's back. And she just turns around. I thought that that was great, too. I'm not going to say that there was a lot of meat on the bones here
0: in this first issue. But what it about, did
1: give me that what, feeling. It did give me that idea to Kyle of Kyle
0: Rayner and Carol Ferris' baby that they were going to have. And I say that a lot of people are like, "What are you talking about? We know that Carol Ferris and Kyle Rayner had a relationship in the New Fifty Two, which everybody seemed to hate." I didn't mind because it's a Kyle Rayner guy, so go get your thing there. But in one of those weird anthology books, which I have to admit, think that it's just an out of continuity, and we don't have to worry about it. Carol was pregnant, dun-dun-dun, and we never heard of it again. So. I think
1: he even hinted at, or actually we made fun of it in Omega Men, when you had Kyle, like, well, what's Carol going to do? But you yeah, have yeah, all this yeah, going yeah. on. But I do like where she's, you know, doing her thing, and she turns around. And it's, it's funny, too, because you have the announcement, you know, the newscaster. Oh, my God. Ahead, just and when she turns around, the look at it, it's just Carol's face right on the screen. She's like, oh, fuck. And I thought that was really good. And the play is the kind of gets me is when there's Hal and Hal, he thinks he's a schmoozer, right? He put the schmooze in moves. Is that
0: what you do? The moves? And the schm- in, especially when he's on the booze.
1: Yeah, right there. And she goes out and she's like, oh, my God, I get a good one. But she was already going to be leaving for some conference or some meeting because she's trying to work her deal and the angle to make, you know, Ferris aircraft viable. But she goes we out. We gotta and,
0: evolve. We're not doing test fights, test pilots anymore. We're working into the wild world of drones like everybody else is.
1: So she ends up where she gets the hey, Hal Jordan on line three, he's there. And she's like, just tell him I'm busy, I'm not gonna be around, I'll be in Europe, whatever. And when she goes out, there he is. And I love the progression of this of look at this guy. He is so cocky that he thinks he can legitimately just leave Earth. Multiple times, because this has happened before, and just come back and everything's fine, and it's not. Why would me? It's worked before. I mean, look at him. He looks great. Uh, he has got the bomber jacket on. his classic deal. So when she says, listen, I can't do this. I have a boyfriend. At the end, it says fiancé. So I'm like, ooh, she." that to me was a little hint, Eric. When you say boyfriend and not fiancé, I don't know what's going on. But she says, I can't deal with this. But she can't help herself. She does care for Hal, and she offers him at least an opportunity to work at Ferris Aircraft. And so he, he ends blows up, it. Yeah, he does. And you do see, and one of the things that I thought might not have played out as well, I don't love that we're jumping back and forth. I i don't know why I think that we could have played this out right in a row. Well,
0: it's it's such a weird thing because how Jordan, while he is getting back into the swing of things as Green Lantern, has been on Earth a month prior to this, where he's just kind of hanging out in his brother's mobile home, living the dream, sitting on top of his tin home, drinking soda pop, looking at the stars, talking to himself, and looking at bottle openers and keychains (laughs) and thinking stuff, man, it would be great if I had a ring again because it's such a weird situation where I'm not sure that a lot of people get the idea when they read this that how Jordan, a month prior... Does't have a ring at all. it was taken from him, I have to assume by the uh Federation of Planets when he quit and everything like that. but him being how Jordan, the man who has the most willpower in the universe, when he hears about an attack going down in coast City with the new like a, a guy called Steel Fury who's using repurposed manhunter technology, he goes down there with the idea of becoming what I have to assume is a new black hand to a degree because we have a character here shooting what he hears is green lasers out of his hand, so it's such a weird idea, but you have Manhunters that are using the willpower energy, which he then harnesses when it shoots at him, using his own willpower with, I have to assume, just a key ring around his own finger to make a green lantern ring once again, like Black Hand used to power up his rod with you know uh, the once-used green lantern energy, or even when you had the original Sinestro ring, where it would just power itself off like excess green lantern energy and stuff like that, so he's almost like an energy vampire at this point in time for how he's, I don't know how he's going to You know, recharge his ring or do anything because he doesn't have a battery. But he just charges up his ring with one laser bolt of the Steel Fury, using this to make his own ring again to become Green Lantern. And I don't know how we're going to keep doing this because we saw him during the Rebirth era, or maybe it was even pre-Rebirth, where he made his own ring using his own willpower. But he also had, you know, energy to do that with, and then you know was able to have a central power battery to work off of. And it's I such a weird idea because that that was never fully explained to me because then it got weird to the point where his willpower would overcome him where he'd become a construct himself we never in my mind at least went fully with the explanation of what this does how what it means outside of everybody else in the green lantern Corps. but what we have here is him getting back into action by just repurposing green lantern energy that he absorbs into himself creating a ring and making himself a green lantern again outside of the united federation of planets just back on earth and i'm like. I just, I got done reading this section. I'm like, especially because that one month, a month earlier bit that they break up the story with. I'm like, are a lot of people going to get this and understand what's going on? And, and that's the thing. I don't know
1: that everybody's going to understand it. But at the end, there's how Jordan he has a ring and he's the Green Lantern. And hopefully things kind of fall into place a little more. I think that it's more of that. I think most people, even if they don't understand it, they get this deal of, okay, he has a ring. Well, I think that a lot of people think, well, he had the ring. And that's how he blocks the attack From Skip but that's not What happened like you said he's absorbing it And he's making his own deal Very similar to as you said before So that's a deal I just kind of When you go back a month and then Oh that's how he got that to get to there It works out it's not very complicated I just kind of I always just Hate where you have this going on Then you have to go back a month to see how he got the ring and, And you go all that or at least Got the power but he does end up becoming a green lantern and there's that action scene type deal at the end but in the meantime he does end up having that new job or at least trying out and it's very maverick-esque nobody's gonna even pretend it isn't all
0: I, right grandpa I mean, we're gonna is. be flying around the canyon here make sure you stay behind us and hit all the like the obstacle course marks that we need to you think i'm old let me show you how to run can I pull back how you're going too fast he ends up destroying what we think is a jet, but it turns out this to be drones that they're piloting. Yeah, remotely it looks from like he the office is dead. And exactly. yet you're like, okay, I get it. But it's still an expensive drone. And I was just hoping at one point it was just a simulation for how they're playing it. And like, I didn't
1: even care that as much. I thought it was a simulation, but as yeah. a drone, because it's green, I thought he made a construct. I thought that with that, that was like, that's in the timeline where he's already the Green Lantern. Obviously, he made a construct. So it's no harm, no foul, but. That's not the case. It was a drone, but that again is the oh my god! It's all this about is drones now. I love the idea though because it ends up this issue. I like Hal in it, even though he's an asshole. He is a compl- That's Hal. It's it's Hal. He's a cocky fucker. He ruins a drone. You already start out by really showing that you know Carol's having problems. The whole aircraft, Barisat—they're cutting corners. They're they're in the red. That stuff. So Hal ruins a full-out expensive drone, and his solution is well, just get the real things, and I'll be yeah. a pilot. You know, if that was a real jet,
0: I wouldn't have done that. This <laughs> is, is that on you, solution? baby. He's the master ghost slayer. That should be his new freaking superpower name, because I... He he destroys a drone of this woman who's struggling to keep her business flowing. He's like, well, you know, if it wasn't this, I would have had this. So really, babe, it's on you. And and, and not only
1: babe, it's on you. So what you need to do from here is go and spend ten billion dollars on real your fighter so, pilot. Jay. So you got me. Like I deserve it. And it's so. But but it, it, Jeremy Adams. That's what I think. He gets the character in the way that
0: you don't really hate the hell for doing it because, like you said, hey, it's hell. That's what he's like, and but the thing is, this is what he's like. But it's also why I'm a Kyle Rayner guy.
1: Yeah, and why I'm a Guy Gardner fan. If you're gonna be an asshole, just wear it on your sleeve. I mean,
0: how how do I hide it behind that Kyle's smile? Not an asshole.
1: I know he and he's really good. He's the Dick Grayson Nightwing of the Green Lantern Corps, Eric. When I say
0: I that? Oh, the weird part is because I'm going through all these things. I just had this terrible flashback I said that, of all the times he screwed over women in his life outside of Alexandra at the beginning. You know, there you go.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Hal the, the is so But he positive. tries. <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, that's the thing. I would think that, you know, you end up having the, you know, the face of the Green Lantern deal is Hal, but the heart yeah. is Kyle Rayner. And the fists, Not John they're, the, they're the guy, gardener. I think John Stewart's the intelligence. Uh, I think that he is the intelligence and the honor. What's Simon Baz? The forgotten member of the family. Actually, Simon Baz is like the, the trying to make good guy. Is that somebody? The trying to make good guy. He's the trying to make good guy. Jessica Cruz, the broken member. And so where you end up having him kind of a pompous ass, but the way that he ended he did not, and this is what I do like in the month early, he ends up hearing that the steel force is going. And it really does sound a lot like a roller coaster, Eric. So you end up where he's going to go off and take this guy down. He hears that this thing downtown. Steel Fury. <laughs> steel Fury. Shooting the, you know green, ways, the green and, lasers oh my, he doesn't go down there as a way of like okay this is a way i'll get back my power he goes to stop somebody who's doing some real bad shit downtown i feel that's why i did it though no i don't think so only because Honestly, I think he knew this. exactly
0: what he's doing
1: do you think that he knew that when he gets there and hits this guy with his truck and a tire iron then gets confused about what he is wearing then tells the guy not to wear it Then get shot by the guy that he would know I don't think that he would know I think that he went down because he is bored Uh, And he wants to be a hero Again he has nothing to do This would be like somebody who was in the armed forces And they need to do something exciting Somebody who misses the life Yeah well he does miss the life But I don't think that he went down Thinking that this would give the power back I don't think that he'd ever be able to Connect all those things Especially when he seems very shocked That this is Manhunter Tech That this guy is wearing And says, you gotta stop this right now Get that off, this is very dangerous And this asshole, that's what I'm counting on So he's all into it But yeah, when he gets blasted And Hal kind of just puts up his hand Kind of blocked the deal it doesn't kill him. He ends up being able to stop. So, what do you think happened power. a week
0: ago? Because this guy was able to buy preview, like you know former manhunter tech off Tarifa Bay instead of an eBay because it's the DC universe, and he couldn't get the damn thing to work until a week ago when it started suddenly started working again. What do you think happened a week ago? I think ago that's to one of the mysteries.
1: I think that's one of the mysteries of maybe what had happened and what is going forward in this. Why would that end up? Is this that that tech is out there, and because now? The United Planets are sus, and that means that that it's suddenly activated, almost like a failsafe. I don't know. That it ended up like beep, boop, things are bad again, let's go. Or, so I like to imagine this is it.
0: one of the, the re, like repurposed ones that Cyborg Superman once had for the idea for how it's working. I'm sorry, this is just That'd all headcanon. Yeah. But now that we know that Cyborg Superman's back over in the Superman book, that's what's turned this back on and had that ultimate synergy going Seriously, on.
1: Seriously, I was just making up shit, but uh, and I think you were too, but still, yes. if it connects to the Superman book, then I like this even more. Because That'd the be more connections, I am in, Eric but, so
0: yeah, I don't see it happening that way Well,
1: no, I, I actually think that's some sort of Failsafe-like thing Oh my god, the Green Lantern core has gone bad I, I don't know, Eric, but it has clicked in And, like we said, Sinestro's hanging out in the bar While everybody's like, man, Green Lantern's back, we're in Yeah, guys, high-five And he's, like, looking and but scowling I, suckers. I think that he's there to say, listen, uh, you quit you know, thank God, because I think they're sus and let's make well, I'm a-
0: telling you, it. Can, it could always go back to what we had previously. And I think it was in the New 52 when we first started, because that was a very heavy Sinestro, Hal Jordan book when it first got started. Because, well, you know, Sinestro was one of the Green Lanterns you get in that. But when you had them finally face off and I, I'm telling you, I, I think it was the New 52 when you had the idea. We were once friends. And like, that's the that's the most that's the worst part about all this, Hal. We still are, or we never weren't, or something along those lines. The idea that he's coming back for Hal Jordan because he's the only person he can trust in whatever mission that Sinestro has. And it is just weird because he's a Green Lantern again, and I wanted Sinestro possibly to give him other powers to explore the other way for, like, know, how to be important outside of the Green Lantern power.
1: Yeah, it would be cool. And, uh... Yeah, just like when, Embrace if you remember... your fear, Jordan. In that new 52, you ended up where Hal didn't have a ring, and Snestro's like, well, you can have this one. It's of a mine. duplicate, yeah. Yeah, the duplicate deal, and I, I did like that. But I got some feels of that, like you thought, hey, we used to be friends. What? We've always we been always friends. Were. But I always liked the idea that a Sinestro, it happens with, like, Lex and Superman as well, but when you have those kind of deal with the idea you know, the of, I hate your guts, it. I hate your guts, but... You do end up like you could even go as easy as Sinestro, like, Listen, I hate everything about you, but man, you never give up, so I need your help. Whatever it might be. He's the only person that Hal can trust in this. Yeah, and you might tie this into Sinestro's daughter. You might tie this into the other Earth land. You might find out the stuff, but he's there. We'll have to see why and what is going on. And you have that play that, Ooh, he's up to no good, but I don't think he is. So by the end, you do get a powered up Hal. In the meantime, he's there. Carol has a fiancé, says by the end, and I think it's See, that's pretty the thing cool. is, Jim.
0: You're worried about it because she said, "My, I have a boyfriend. And then it says, next up, meet Carol's fiancé. Maybe she he just proposed, Jim. Maybe he just proposed. We, ha- we haven't seen it yet. It's odd. And but you
1: also have the demolition team mentioned. There's a classic. Right. So it's some fun stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. And I and thought as a first issue... I thought that, I'm trying to avoid it, idea because I didn't like the backup. I saw people, and I think that what happened here, you do have a John Stewart book by Philip Kennedy Johnson coming up. I think that maybe we have to get some of this nonsense sorted out as a backup, then we can get to the solo book, but I don't know why you have to get this nonsense. Well, it's such a
0: weird idea, because it's spelled out that all the other Green Lanterns were, like, you know, repurposed in different sectors in the universe and stuff like that. How quick he went back to... In, in our backup, we see Jon Stewart back on Earth. Seems like he's given up being a Green Lantern, and he's just going to go and see his mom and, you know, fix the shit out and back because it's what Jon Stewart would do. He'd just show up, I love your mom here to do it, and she's going to be crying because, oh, my God, my baby's back. And then out of nowhere, another universe, another time. We jump to the future of Jon Stewart's dream world during Dark Crisis where Guy Gardner and a, I don't know, a Padawan of Kyle Rayner are trying to stop the Radiant dead, and which we all have not, that stupid, stupid fucking dream world of pariahs where John Stewart was essentially a god and killed a baby monster. And it's, and we just have this weird future of this other universe, which shouldn't exist anymore because it was a dream world created by pariah that we then severed. And, and the idea was, you know, we have to do this because if we sever the dream worlds for people who are actually dead, like an Oliver Queen, are, are we just getting away from that? That's why Oliver died. And even what we had in the first Green Arrow issue we changed that explanation to make it so it wasn't that anymore so Oliver could still be alive. So are you doing this again to make it seem like these worlds are real and still going or and or still going on, where now they're just a part of the infinite you know, multiverse that we have? I don't understand why we're doing this story in a new Green Lantern book for a series of an World dream world that people hated. Well, I don't know that people hate because I didn't hear anybody talk about, but they were useless books that did do nothing for Dark Crisis. Yeah, and so
1: you end up having this, and I'm just
0: why are you doing this? Why are they? Why are you tying into this? It was written by Philip Kennedy Johnson with art by Montos, Adriana Lucas, and Dave Sharp for our backup. Montos. and Montos. I saw
1: some – I didn't love the art right, either. So the it's Revenant very Queen. similar of the deal, but I don't care about the Revenant deal. I don't care about the Revenant Queen. We'll be reading it because it's part of this, but I'm not even going to – I didn't even put this yeah, in my Green score. Yeah,
0: me, Green You bring me Jon Stewart who murdered my baby. And I will kill everybody and take everything from everybody because I am the Revenant Queen. His world will burn at my hands. Not mm, great. great. He's, I off, love he's off building a shed for his mama. Yeah, and the, and the thing is what got me intrigued at
1: first, I thought we were just going to show, oh, there's Jon Stewart. He's on Earth, too. He seems to have quit. And to make That's it well. work out, you have, you know, the TV. There's Hal getting the miners out on the TV in his mom's little apartment or house. So it is taking place at that exact time there of that.
0: Why would it be different though? Like, they like, they really talk about the idea that Hal Jordan was the only one who quit.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what's weird about it. But if you're going to have this where he didn't quit because he wasn't part of the core at that point anyway, so maybe that's how they're playing it, but we'll have to see. But when you go to this, or or, or the idea, world,
0: because we talked about the idea about, you know, if they're following along Jeffrey Thorne's Green Lantern series that we have, with the Emerald Knights part of, you know, whatever John Stewart became. Is this the idea that he exists outside of the Green Lantern core because he is a like a new new god, a mortal guardian, where he has his own power because of the Godstorm? Is that what this is? I it might be. He doesn't count a part of the narrative because of the loophole where he's not a part of this anymore. Gotcha.
1: It almost makes the, the you know, renegade loophole that they had back at the DCYOU. <laughs> with was cool, Al, like, There's a loophole, but that's what I think's going on. But I thought, ooh, that's going to be cool. Almost like a space jam. Oh, my God. We have this and Michael Jordan. He was retired from basketball so he could be on the looney tunes team that's what you know john is now he can team up and if we ended up getting that i'd be down with it but don't recite to me the old magic this 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 back uh, this back deal even the the torch that that is back the night i am the lantern in the dark i'm like yeah i'm not i'm not loving this." this, this,
0: this i'm telling you i actually was trying to read it and trying to get into it but for some reason it didn't flow by the end. I'm like, did that even rhyme?
1: Now, well, it's the torch that batters back the night. I am the lantern in the dark. Let evil cower in the light. All who wear the lantern's mark. And the thing is, the mark in the dark starting and ending the rhyme doesn't fall right it's at the totally end. Right? I don't
0: know. I'm telling you, I hit, I hit that last line. Oh, like, I hate it. That's what I just happened.
1: Uh, but with that, it's not as good as this, Eric.
0: Brightest day and brightest night. No evil scape my sight. The Warthritch Evil Mights. Beware of my power, Green's
1: Light. Green's Light, Eric, that's for Reggie, too. I forgot to put that at the beginning, but that, it just, I kept trying to make it like a, I'm emphasizing different words to get that mark at the end, and it just didn't work. It didn't work, uh, but even so, I, it's a backup, and what I hope is.
0: Another time, another universe, like. I know. Is is i is this going to be like a Freddy Krueger story where his dreams are another universe that take place twenty years in the future that come to get him because in his dream world he killed a a baby necromancer? You
1: thing. mean like twenty years in the future where we'll have Trinity, Wonder Woman's daughter, doing things? I don't need any more future state or future dream worlds. And when you so when we talked about were. We didn't get angry at each other, but I did say that the idea of the Jeffrey Thorne stuff, the, it doesn't matter anymore. I'll even hit the deal. It, it doesn't. doesn't matter. I want to get or something fresh and classic go forward. So then after saying that and getting that, what I think, in that first bit, you end up in the back of it. i like, oh, shit. you got. And why? Phil Kenny Johnson, people do really enjoy. but This guy likes to grab onto the weirdest shit. And make it try to work. He ended up with the Jones and Bendis. He's really, if people end up loving Philip Kenny Johnson because he wasn't Bendis, that's fine. But you better know that the idea that Philip Kenny Johnson thought that Bendis did a great job in the Superman book and wanted to make everything he did right. And, you know, it worked out for Philip Kenny Johnson. And I do like his whole war world and stuff like that. But this, this was not good. I wasn't very intrigued by it. I was more confused of why we did it, and I just kind of shrugged it off and just go with the front up where I get my score. But with that, what would be your score?
0: Ultimately, it's an okay start to a Green Lantern series, which I really do look forward to because I love me some Green Lantern, and I need a proper series in my life once again, and whether it's going to be Hal Jordan or any other Lantern, but it is Hal Jordan I, I wish, I hope in the future we can get rid of the backups because right now this is something that I see and I'm like, I am not going to look forward to this each and every month, especially because it's this dark crisis dream world nonsense that's going to tie into Jeffrey Thorne stuff. I didn't have a big problem with the Jeffrey Thorne stuff because as everybody else did, because I, I saw what was happening and how it, like, you know, what was supposed to be done with the character and the like the tie back to, uh, um, of- <laughs> to former continuity. I'm like, this could have been really cool. It just wasn't handled properly. I know. You I don't want to see you it anymore, gave it though. So much of a chance. You really did. It just went out to, like off I the know. rails by the end. And even the idea of like we got rid of Teen Lantern for whatever reason And that. I have no idea why we did that. Changed all Green Lantern's, but nobody's gonna do that anymore. But we're still dealing with some weird offshoots of whatever came of that series to begin with, and we're still gonna deal with it here. I wish we wouldn't. I wish it was just how Jordan back with us. Because more than anything, when it comes to the Green Lantern. I love me an Earth ladder. You can have all the cosmic space eventually you want. Park my ass back on Earth because I want to see what a hero of Earth does with the greens light. This is okay. It's not perfect to me, but I'm still going to give it a 7 out of 10.
1: I'm giving it a 9 out of 10, Eric, because right away I had fun with it. I thought that Hal was done great. And not, the backup's the backup. But in the front up, we end up doing something that I don't know why, but nobody seems to want to do. My God, Hal Jordan has a ring and he can use it. And that's something that we haven't had in a while with the Green Lantern stuff, especially with Jeffrey Thorne. Lights out every day, every minute is lights out. And I think that there's some we'll books there. like this. I think there's some books like this. And
0: I Everybody's gotta do it for some reason. You gotta kill Batman and you gotta kill the Green Lantern Corps for some reason. I don't know what it is.
1: There's like if we think of all the other you know, Donna D.C. books Superman that we'll has be new getting powers. coming up. When we get Cyborg, I'm hoping that we're not going to deal with the stuff of blue and the jazz. Oh, that's old stuff. Yeah. And so when we get even a Tom King Wonder Woman book, I don't want to spend two three months talking about the trial of the Amazons. I want to Hybrid. get a fresh start. And where I think that the big play, I think that this book would have done better and a lot of them would have done better if they would have all, like I said, I wish they did all come out after the, you know, death metal even or dark crisis, but make it seem like, okay, things are new right now. But since we're kind of dealing with stuff, they're, they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. And so it does get that weird play, but I think that this is supposed to be a fresh start. Eric, well, at least you have going much like the that.
0: idea when we have a cyborg series coming out that nobody, has ever continued from the previous run of Cyborg. Even the idea that we jump into the new 52, we have a Titans book coming out. The The idea that the Titans are now the Justice League of the DC Universe. And we have all those one-shots coming out that says, here's the new back origins for all of the Titans. Do you think anybody's even going to continue the idea that Cyborg got his powers and joined the Justice League? And here's the thing, though.
1: The Titans book that's coming out from... The uh from Tom Taylor has nothing to do with those one shots that are coming out later. No, I'm just in saying though, depth. but
0: in, in general, the idea that nobody from like doing cyborg ever brings up what happened previously except for the initial cyborg stuff, you know, the nineteen eighties stuff. You want Shazam to show up and like, hey, what's going on? We were in the
1: watchtower a week ago. What's, what's we're talking together. like Yeah, all that I it's it's Think a home. little weird, but again, I like this you didn't say fresh start when I said it. I said fresh, fresh start. start. Yes. And that's what it feels like more of instead of a reboot This actually feels like what we did Get at that Marvel fresh start You can just get these books let's throw them Into these situations explain things For new readers to come back and let's Have some fun I liked it because of that And I thought that overall It feels like we're going to get a proper You know Green Lantern book even with the Crazy stuff involved and I'm I'm Excited to see what this mystery is with the United Planet Sinestro all that we'll See we'll see if it works out but We'll move to the next book, which isn't a Dawn of DC book, Eric. It's just a continuation of a series. You ain't good enough to be Dawn of DC, Batman <laughs> Incorporated. <laughs> I, love, I love the idea that the, like a Catwoman woman is now got the branding, but this Batman <laughs> Incorporated number eight, written by Ed and Art, by John Tim's Rex Locus and Clayton Cowles. Not many people are talking about this book. He said it already. It's not bad. It's really not bad. When you go and read it, it's got something to it, but I can tell that it's not going to be a big hit. You even thought that it might have been canceled. You said that
0: it wasn't. I couldn't that's not remember. shade,
1: but that's <laughs> not shade. You you know for a fact. A and lot so of do books I. were
0: canceled like coming up in June. I just couldn't remember where we and stood with that. And this is Batman teetering on that.
1: And and again, some of those cancellations were more of it's going to continue later. But this book, you're getting what you're getting. It is a Joker Incorporated story. I don't know. I don't know why the main Joker here in it—it it kind of it's throws the me off with everything. shocker of my life, actually.
0: Everything going on with the Joker. We have the Batman Incorporated, Batman from across the world members going on. We knew that the Bat- the the Jokers, their Jokers from the different you know Batman Incorporated members were going to show up. The idea that the Joker is actually the man responsible for putting his Joker Incorporated together—that threw me for a loop. For especially for how much Joker we have going on everywhere else. What's currently going on with the Joker right now in DC main continuity? I never saw it coming though, so I'm like, I, it's a double edged sword. I'm like, this is the best thing and probably the worst thing that you could have done for this book because you have the Joker in it, but you also yeah, have it's weird. the Joker in it.
1: <laughs> it's weird. So I'm I'm reading it and I see him on the cover. Oh, okay, I thought that what cover. this was going to be is the idea where you have the the Joker incorporate these other Jokers because yeah. again, every Batman needs a Joker. I thought that they were just going to team up, like, maybe at the end, like, man, why aren't we getting the attention we need from the real Joker? And then we find out, well, it's because there's the faux Joker. There's the, But they're not going to deal with that. The Joker's just here. And what I thought, there's two things that intrigued me in this. One is kind of a question, like, what does Clown Hunter think of all this shit? Because now we're going right back. Remember when I said at one point, he's going to quit. Just to get back to Gotham where there's some clowns hanging out. Yeah. Well, now they're full-out attacking. But yet, we don't deal with them, which Not is really odd to me. And the other thing He's is... He's still we, chilling in Bloodhaven. We finally get... Now, this is a weird play, but we do finally get Wingman. And he starts talking about things about, you know, hey, we know you're Willis Todd. Yeah, yeah. Do
0: you think that's doesn't Willis Todd? He doesn't have the Todd? tattoo. He doesn't have the tattoo. I don't know. I'm si- I'm sitting there thinking these different things because continuity wise the last time we saw wingman it was willis todd in disguise to get close to his son red hood it was a very odd story during red hood and the outlaws i can't say it was great but it was, it was it was doing something and before that wingman was jason todd in disguise in batman incorporated so you have this kind of legacy of you're not really being a wingman but the idea that willis todd in disguise from the red hood and the outlaws book continued on to be a wingman he's now part of batman incorporated and nobody like Either they know or don't know, but I don't know why he's here because what is he the Batman of?
1: Well, I think that he is Batman. I actually think this is going to be revealed that it's Bruce and he's there watching them, but it feels weird.
0: I'm telling you, the situation like that, it's almost like Marvel's Eric the Red, where there's no real Eric the Red. It's just assholes putting on this disguise and calling themselves Eric the Red, where you have a wingman. If this is Bruce coming out here to keep an eye on Batman Incorporated to make sure that Ghostmaker doesn't go too far... That's a cool situation. I just know when I'm looking at this guy and Dark Rage is like, oh, we know you're Willis Todd. It's fine. I'm, I'm looking for that Willis Todd tattoo, which was the big thing of that Red Hood series about this being the actual Willis Todd. But I didn't see it here. Jason Todd's father, in case we didn't say that, the idea of Willis Todd. But
1: even that got a little wonky in the Outlaws. So when we end up having this, I I think it's Bruce watching out. Well, that's a, that's a great call. Not something I thought of. When do you step in? People are dying, and that's the only thing that I end up getting upset about it. Like, if this is... People are dying on Batman's watch all the time. When when he's drinking, and I mean, it really feels to me like it's a Matches Malone type deal, where he's so over the top, like an asshole because (laughs) he's playing it up. Yeah, like he's like, hey,
0: look at this. And again, if he's drinking like that,
1: it's gonna be like a ginger ale. Oh, yeah. But he's still, like, cracking the, like, crunching the can and throwing it down and pissing people off, but would would you think that if that's the case wouldn't Ghostmaker? Wouldn't he know that it's a weird play? We, we'll now, have to often see. How often does Ghostmaker hang out with Wingman? I know, but he has been pushed aside. I don't know, but I do think that it, I think it's Bruce.
0: I imagine it's going to be that situation where both characters. If it is Bruce, that's just it's all hypothetical. And I'm telling you, it's a great co-op, because that's the best explanation we could have for Wingman at this point in time, as far as I'm concerned. But it's going to be each situation where Bruce is thinking that he's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers, while Ghostmaker's doing the same thing. They're both in on it, but don't think the other knows.
1: That And that would be great. I, I would they're really like the smartest man in the room. And the play has been kind of a wink, wink, you know, ambiguous. Well, Batman's not here. They haven't really put it in the idea. Of, well, he went to this other dimension. He did this, didn't do this or whatever. But I think that once I saw the Joker in this book, I'm like, yeah. I well, even that the idea Bruce. where
0: we had that situation in Gotham, Professor Pig and Batman Incorporated had to step in because Batman was M.I.A. We're never given a reason. We jumped to conclusions because it was going on in main continent. The reason he might not be here is because he was wingman here.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that at the end, like you said, at the at the least, we'll probably get, haha, I'm wingman and <laughs> Ghostmaker. I knew that all along. Yeah. He'll end up, like, cut open that orange, pull out that card, and he'll say, I knew you are a Batman. Get the no, no. fuck out of my that, house. That, that, that's, the, that's the best reveal ever for, the, like, you coming up with that. I love that. So maybe it'll be. But we start out even, you get a little bit of the character work, that I kind of want it, though. I don't know that I wanted it like this with Knight and Grey Wolf. They're having some, you know, meal
0: and stuff like that. It's okay. Some meal. They're having a date at a Chechen restaurant to give Grey Wolf Isn't a feel a of a home. Is it a real date? It, it is in Basil's mind for what it looks like. Yeah, maybe.
1: But you end up where they're doing this. And, hey, I want you to have a taste of home. He's going to quit because he is afraid that things are going bad back home. And he should be doing that. But in the meantime, they get a the call that there's trouble, and we know there is. I mean, Batman Incorporated is going around and ripping everybody apart. We end up having the chief man of bats. He, he's, you he know, was looks killed like by he di- might or die, shot. Yeah. We
0: thought he died in the previous issue, but he was seriously injured by his joker, Dusty Bronco. Yeah,
1: Dusty Bronco. So we're going to have this, and it starts to get very personal, obviously. Well, yeah,
0: there's Joker's attack across the world, but different Joker attacks for different Batman.
1: And I think that we're going to get Ed Brisson kind of using this book as yet another investigation into the idea, do we allow... These characters to keep killing people And it's the
0: Jokers Raven Red wants to murder Dusty Bronco for sure
1: Seriously, Raven Red goes And really spells it out even more Than you really need to like He really gets into it I am Raven
0: Red, you have killed my father, prepare to die
1: Yeah, so you have all that And you seem to be setting up that idea Do we allow these Jokers To not die like a Batman does And that's why I think at the end you have You know, Wingman step in Hey everybody He's like the undercover boss Eric, he's gonna jump out and say you are all fired, but we'll see And really it's it's gonna be his <laughs> It is kinda his fault to get them all Involved, and, and that's how Raven Red Even has this idea of he didn't do this Didn't do that, whatever, but This sucks, and I want Blood, and then we go
0: off to France, and we'll just continue seeing Charles de Gaulle is getting people All infested, infest, I was gonna say Infested with uh, Joker gas, killing everybody Left, left right but ultimately, what you get around the world, you have attacks, you have certain jokers being broken out like in England, you have Die Laughing, which yeah, is a Die great Laffin'. name being broken out of there. <laughs> love but it. when you have you have Dusty Bronco, Alpaca, who is the Batman of China's sister and his joker, you have Corbus Call, you have the joker, Die Laughing Tap Dance, the joker of Argentina, and Charles de Gaulle of Paris, who's just a black and white mime, which is great as well.
1: Yeah, uh, tap dance. That's uh, that's the worst. Tap I guess, dance. Tap What's dance. he talking about? Charles de Gaulle, though.
0: That's pretty good. So you you have all these. So well, and- tap dance. It looks sinister as hell. I don't know, He scares the hell out of me when I look at. It. Look, I'm telling you. He is a sort of pseudo kind of bozo of the clown wearing like almost like a nightgown kind of hat that's pokey, maybe like a pseudo wizard hat. But he's freaking armed to the tits like a goddamn spawn. He's got freaking bandoliers and machine guns. This is a terrifying clown. He's going to tap dance on your grave, Jim. He,
1: he is He is pretty stacked with those guns. Look at him. He's double fisting, Arc, just like you on Friday. So you end up, even when we started out the issue, we didn't even say, but the idea, Feiji, you know, it's more personal. Alpaca is the sister. We know this, yeah. and that's something if you had read. The whole new Superman, Gene Luen Yang book, but
0: it seems like he's almost out of Batman Incorporated for how disappointed Ghostmaker is in him and everything he's done for Batman Incorporated. Especially now that Alpaca did, you know, got over on him, got the doctor kidnapped, and the idea, like, and she's your sister on top of all this? What do I need you for, Batman of China?
1: I do like when he says to Beijing, listen, uh, yeah, you stay here. And he's like, no, no, let me make it right. No, you've done messed up enough. You stay here. And, and, when I see something like that, I'm like, okay, they're putting him on the sideline because a lot of these characters are going to die and they don't want
0: Faixi to die for some reason, but we'll see. Well, e- well, even in Paris when we have, you know, the the Joker attack there and is overwhelmed by the, his Joker and it's like, you know, people that were taken over by the guests are just Joker henchmen of this Paris. It looks like is going to die too because he calls for backup and nobody's in the area because even when you have Dark Ranger and Wingman, they're in Australia like, Oh it's like Night Rider needs some backup. Yeah, maybe we'll get to that. It is one of those like when you call up for backup, you you better call a couple of
1: days ahead of time. Like you you better have some pre cog things. This is going Batman Incorporated,
0: because... that Batman down the street.
1: Yeah, really, Batman in the neighborhood. Uh but you know, we hardly knew ye Night <laughs> seems like he's going down. But he looks badass. You don't get
0: enough of Knight Rider for how cool he is.
1: We haven't gotten enough so far, and, and in this issue, it really does shock me that we don't get more of at least a look at Clown Hunter and what he might know and see about all this, because...
0: I can't wait to get more Clown Hunter for this for all the clowns, right? for his half the I bat mean, bat.
1: really, it's like his Christmas, uh, but you have the Wheel of Jokers, and it does get untapped, untapped and... Uh, yeah, this is for El Gaucho, and they're not going to be able to – you would think they're not going to be able to go and save these people in time, so we'll have to see how this all works out. I just but... love the
0: idea that Joker has his own stage set up with the Wheel of Jokers to figure out who's going to cause some havoc around the world next. Okay, it's tap dance this time. What are you going to do, El Gaucho and Ghostmaker, now that you're here and facing me? Because I know that your ass isn't going to kill me, Ghostmaker, because you were just in Gotham the other day and weren't on the streets, so as huge a bitch.
1: Yeah, and the funny play of this is We said this about I Am Batman With Jace, and we ended up You know, one of the things that we did like About that, not a lot of people love that series But when people realized It wasn't actually Batman, and they freaked out Oh my god, this isn't Batman, he may kill us I love the idea that the Joker Is really pressing into Ghostmaker And this guy is like He's an inch away from just slaughtering everybody because of what he is all about.
0: I'm telling you, we talked about it in the last issue. when We had the Professor Pig two shot like, you know, the last two months of this book. The idea where Ghostmaker is not willing to kill. Uh, we needed more of the idea where it's really a hard struggle for him not to go. And even the idea where we wanted him to sacrifice Ratcatcher to prove a point to all these assholes in Gotham because we need Ghostmaker to be Ghostmaker and not just a Batman life, because he has been neutered by his code that Batman has to do right now been or like what Batman has gotten to it. So he is really just kind of mismanaging this book to the point where we have the Joker pointing that to us in our faces like, look, <laughs> where is out, buddy. You ain't killing nobody. We're not afraid of you no more. You know, that's driving Ghostmaker nuts. And but I we think also that, know, we look, maybe we have a whole bunch of disposable Joker assholes right now, but you know Ghostmaker's not killing the Joker. So I know he's not killing the Joker,
1: but uh, maybe... Here's the weird play. Is I think that the way Ghostmaker plays this up And not in this book, but how he normally would, if he does agree with, you know, Bruce, listen, I'll I'll go by your code. And as the kids say, he's a bit nerfed there, but I think he would have set up something where he'd pay somebody to pretend they got killed by him, disappear so that he could at least say, look at me, I still kill. But boy, the words on the street. And you know that
0: <laughs> Killer Croc's telling everybody You know that has to drive him insane Professor Pig probably went off and ran his mouth Who knows? I don't know You ask Professor Pig He's like That Batman incorporated killed my mama <laughs>
1: That is true and Was she ever alive? Or was yes. she, did she ever live? Laszlo's mama was fine and well at one point I like this book more than a lot of people I think me and you both do well, it's this, those are the because- things that intrigue me, though. I, I'm so intrigued of how Ghostmaker will end up dealing with the idea that the word on the street is he's now neutered by Batman. He's not going to like that. And I don't I'm know if even- we're ever going to get more of that because you never know. I'm even more I-
0: especially intrigued with your idea that Wingman is Bruce Wayne. Because once they said, your will is Todd, I'm like, well, this is horseshit and I hate that explanation, especially for how dismissive you are with that knowledge. Because I want to know more, but... Maybe we are playing the long game where this is Bruce, and I love that idea. You have a Ghostmaker here who I like because he is the, the more intense Batman, the Batman who's willing to get shit done essentially. Maybe even a Batman who laughs, if you want to call it that, A main, like, because he's the, the Batman who essentially wins wherever he fights crime. I want to see him or like the Grim rest- Knight. Or the Grim even, Knight, exactly. You know what I mean? I like want that. him to struggle more with this choice that he's made, and that's why when he was in Gotham the last two issues, I wanted that to be a real problem, except for, you know, even when like Nightwing just like kind of dismissed him for him saying like, "Look, I would have killed these people if it wasn't for Batman. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, no, have Ghostmaker be Ghostmaker.
1: Here's what I love about Ghostmaker, and the thing that gets me is this play of. And I saw some people like, "Boy, Ghostmaker's really gonna struggle now because Man of Bats is on." He doesn't give two shits. He's a psychopath. He don't care. Yeah, what does he care about? His reputation, and the Joker just threw it right in his face. Hey, buddy, you don't do shit because you're neutered. That I think is one of the only things that could end up driving him insane like that to actually go to kill somebody. And that's where I think Wingman steps in and says, "No, I'm actually revealed." And I'm, then you know. have
0: Ghostmaker versus
1: Batman. What you have to do is have. The wingman, he takes off that helmet, and there's just the cow underneath. It would be like saying, a kiss on mask. He mass. takes off the
0: ham, helmet, but it's still a
1: cow, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's still the cow. Another oh cow God. underneath the cow. You did it. That's what I need. But I think that with that play of always, like, we never see I can do this, you would think that he would be keeping tabs. That's what I think. And I, I think that would be pretty cool. But when, if it is, and again, conjecture, explanation. if it is, when does
0: Batman step in to stop this nonsense? Because things are already getting out. I'm telling you, in my mind, while I'm saying, I, again, I for some reason, in my heart of hearts, I feel that it was announced that this was canceled. You say it wasn't, and I'll go with that because I trust you in what you say. But for some reason, this feels now like you're getting a book me worried. That's <laughs> and it's and it's the last arc that's going to end this whole thing, and we're going to have a mini series that comes off this from the ending of this where it is going to be Batman versus Ghostmaker for everything that goes down in this arc.
1: I saw some people and they would like that. Uh, The thing that's weird about it is, you know, it did seem like we were going to get more, (laughs) you say, of Clown Hunter, but that's kind of seemed like it's kind of pushed aside. And maybe, though I don't know that and don't think it's been announced to be canceled, maybe they already know that it is. You know what I mean? You're not going to end up announcing it way ahead of time because then what little sales you have and the book isn't selling well, but it would go down. But if you're going to play that game, It would probably be, you know, 12 issues and then it would end, and we're not to those solicits yet. So we'll have to see how that goes and what happens. Issue
0: number eight. I feel like we've
1: been in the series for a while. And and, yeah, the one thing though that works out is this book, I do believe, is going to come out during the night terrors, the spookiest months of the year, night with a K. Uh, (laughs) And that gives you something else to read. And then when that's done, it would be the twelfth issue. I think would fall in September, so you just kind of end it. And it would be a shame because I think there's something to this book that I enjoy, but I don't see or hear anybody. I'm else. actually
0: surprised because you did not want any parts of the Joker incorporated when we had that coming up, and even the, even idea, the idea that first we had that I didn't love. Once I know, we got it, past that, I'm I'm enjoying it more now. It, so it's such a weird characters. idea because I get more characters, don't get to learn about the other characters or the new characters. It's a th- like I said. Even having the Joker in this series is a double-edged sword for me because, hey, it's the Joker, but also, hey, it's the Joker. You can go either way with how you want to take that. But for some reason, it does add a bit of importance, especially for the whole idea that he called Ghostmaker a bitch. And I'm like, you know what? I need to know how this is going to affect Ghostmaker in the future, and I really care about the series now. more than, Not the series, but this arc more than I thought I ever would.
1: I'm with you, and I'm kind of excited about it, But when Joker starts talking Dusty that Branco. bullshit, when he starts saying it, he really is pointing out the idea like, you're Batman Light. You yeah. know, he's neutered you. You could have. And so you, you kind of still get that idea that he's still playing the game of you could be better, like Joker always does about the Robins. But you have this play of you're not really be-. That's why, I, that's when I thought, oh, this must be Bruce because of that whole play there. But we'll see. We'll see. I have out of nowhere. This makes no sense, would it? But it's Bruce dressed up as the Joker. He's starting all sorts of shit after this. Well, not, I talk think it's about this,
0: I'm, I'm telling you, the idea that Bruce is wingman, great twist, great ending, great you know reveal that we can have. That you, th- you threw out there and blew my mind. But what about this little nugget? Because I was just thinking about <laughs> it. Was you it off? Yeah. What if Wingman is very unceremoniously just Willis Todd, and he wants to kill the Joker for killing his son. Maybe, and he wants to get close to him, and that's yeah, why. he's Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't could know. that be a fucking turn where he pull, all of, of a sudden pulls out the goddamn crowbar and goes to town?
1: I mean, we could get us, you know. It, it better but not be boy. Jason. It better not
0: be Jason. That boy's way too thick for Jason.
1: And, again, it it better not also be, in my mind, oh, it was Dick Grayson because he ended up being told by Bruce. That's what I'm saying. When I saw him, I'm like. He does look like a Bruce, that's sure. Yeah, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see, but uh, I'm intrigued by this. I I like
0: the Bruce thing, but now that we have the Joker involved and a wingman who's supposedly Willis Todd, I'm like, holy shit, where could this go? That would be
1: cool, though. And and if you're going to do something and play it up, play it up and make it clever and smart, and that would be pretty cool. So we'll see. And then
0: Ghostmaker has to go against his, you know, Instincts and everything he knows to pull Willis Todd back from the brink and say no to murder.
1: Now, Gross. obviously, if you're going to cancel the book <laughs> at twelve, you want to cancel it with the idea of uh, Bruce finally, even if it isn't him as wingman, saying this isn't working. Yeah, and and a great way to do that is the idea that they almost all kill their jokers.
0: Th- that or this Ghostmaker goes back to being Ghostmaker. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, well, Ghostmaker quits. You already have Great Wolf. Like I want to go back home. You, you know, I think that maybe. It is the start of the end. Again, unfortunate, but not many people are reading it. But what would you give it?
0: Ultimately, oh, I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. I think the art is great in this series, and I think the, the concept alone is pretty good, even though it is just, hey, here's some Batman Incorporated members that we've barely touched upon working together, and no, they have to fight a Joker. Oh, no. Like the idea, like freaking Nightrunner gets taken down. Oh, no. Not Nightrunner. Nightrunner. We hardly knew ye, but... It, it's okay we because you're setting of Night up Runners this than we have though. Yeah, right? he got his ass kicked. and might be dead now. But we have the idea of these different jokers as well. It's just what we talked about previously with almost every issue of the Batman equipment so far, where it's just characters stacked upon characters, stacked upon characters, where you don't get enough, and you do have a time in this to get to know certain ones like you know Night and Gray Wolf more than you did maybe previously if you're just a part of this, and even Dark Ranger, uh, yeah, Dark Ranger and uh Wingman. Living together in Australia, all kind of weird, odd couple I want more of that. I odd want couple. that side book. It was odd couple. Wingman's a slob. Yeah, Dark, yeah, Dark Ranger wingman can't Wingman with it. a cigar, throws it down, and then Dark Ranger goes and gets it with the umbrella. We'd have it all, Eric. It, it's great. And either like the idea of the Joker. You can take it either way. Either there's too much Joker or like the Joker here elevates the book more than you ever thought it could. It's mixed for me, just beyond the idea that the Joker calls uh, Ghostmaker a bitch. I like that aspect, but there's always things like that are pushing and pulling me through this book where I like it. But it never raises itself beyond everything because it always feels like there's something that's weighing it down as well. So that's why I'm still here. But I look forward to the next few issues and what could possibly be the last arc. Who knows? We're making shit up now about where we take this Joker and incorporated story.
1: And you said at the beginning I was really down. I was down from the beginning from that annual. I thought no. that there were too many characters, you weren't introducing them. What I don't mind about this Joker Incorporated deal, yeah, you have a bunch of Jokers, but you know what, Eric? They're Jokers. You don't really need anything more. If I said to you, hey, what's up with that Charles de Gaulle? you go, eh, black and white mime Joker. You don't need yeah. more than that. It, it, it sure is scary. It's self-explanatory. It's that character's Joker. You know, so you don't need more than that. So that, all those, can, but Tap when we this. had- when we ended up having mentors and things in that first arc, and then we, on top of that, had the other things. The Dark Batman Incorporated. Oh my god, those characters weren't self-explanatory. You didn't know what was you know, coming you or had going.
0: Batman Thor and... The other one, Batman Noir.
1: Exactly. But here I could say, oh, you, you asked me, what's tap dancing? Mm, well, it's El Galcho's gun tootin' Batman. Like, you said it. tap, tap dancing on your grave. <laughs> there
2: you go. That's all you need. Dusty Bronco, the cowboy joker, the rodeo clown joker.
1: That's all you need. It doesn't need any more explanation. So I didn't like that. And I'm intrigued by this book. and. Even that little deal with Knight and Grey, well, if you actually get some character like work, then you one. get some other things with Raven Red. I mean, that actually is some feels where you get a little character work. And we needed that from the get-go. It might have been too late is the
0: problem. But-, but I'm sitting there with Raven Red like at his father's bedside on the verge of death. I will avenge you, father. I will kill the dusty Bronco. I'm sitting there the entire time where I'm supposed to have the feels. Hey, what's Cloud Hunter up to? Because that could be really cool right now. <laughs>
1: Again, also, and is that Clown Hunter with them there with the Mohawk? I I don't know. No, that makes sense. I was was so wrapped up in Raven Red. (laughs) I was sitting there, who's this guy? What is that, the lead singer from Rancid? I I had no idea. And I'm like, oh, my God, maybe that's him. Uh, But he's just kind of like there with his hands in his pockets and stuff like that. But what happens when you get to the point where Raven Red is like, I'm going to kill Dusty Bronco? you're gonna have to stop them but you know that's that's the intrigue of it but seriously if i'm man of bats and i'm laying there i don't even care if i'm in a coma whatever if somebody says to me as you said it listen father i will avenge thee i will take down dusty bronco i still would sh- laugh i can in a coma start giggling dusty bronco <laughs> it's so ridiculous but i like it so yeah you get all that and uh, again i I hate to start making up reasons and almost excuses of why I'm positive about a book, but it feels like this is a book that nobody talks about or likes, and I think that they should give it a shot, even if it is on the app. Give it a shot, see what you you think. Now, the of thing it, is, you I, I'm looking at this.
0: It. Did Clown Hunter have a mohawk? Because I know he, I know this is hair just stick through his helmet. Now it's not, and it's not that head to hair just stick through. it. I
1: think that maybe he's just like I have a brand. I have like. That mohawk too, legitimately. When he takes off that helmet, for some reason, I said, he's gonna have to glue that shit up. I just I thought it was some random
2: punk bebop and rock
1: steady looking guy. <laughs> I him. It makes no sense. Why does he? I don't know. Maybe they're like, well, he kind of has a mohawk helmet, so he's got a mohawk himself. And like you said, I thought it was like a brush coming out, almost like a it was uh, a Marvin the Martian type yeah. look deal. But no. I don't know, He well, doesn't
0: say anything the entire time he's on panel, either. The lead singer of Rancid, Eric. <laughs>
1: You'll have to look <laughs> that up later. You'll laugh. Ah, but we'll go on to the last book of this section. Another new number one, Eric. And I, again, I was really interested to see what you thought of the Green Lantern. Spirit World... I wasn't that interested in what you thought, but I thought that it was good because it wasn't horrible. That's how I'm going to go into this. But it's a Donna D.C., Jim. It does say Donna D.C. on it, Eric. That's what I was just going to tell you. So it's important. So Eric Shea better pay attention. Spirit World Number 1, written by Alyssa Wong with art by Haining, Sebastian Chang, and Janice Chang. I must said Janice. Why would I say Janice, Eric? Because Does hard. that make any sort of, you know, deal? Look, I've heard you do the roll call. It makes sense to me. Ooh, screw you. <laughs> you start off now, if you ever wondered what happened after Monsters Incorporated to little girl Boo, what happened is she slipped and fell in the street and almost no, got no, taken no, down no, by the no, head. no, no.
0: If you ever wondered what (laughs) what happened to Boo in Monsters Corporate, it turns out she was filming a scene for the beginning of (laughs) It because she's about to get sucked out of drain to pipe during a freaking rainstorm because I have to assume she's chasing a paper boat made by her sick, stuttering big brother. Eric, it's It Incorporated. Where's Shelly? I'm telling you,
1: I ended up talking to some people about this. Pennywise, I seriously did laugh when this girl slipped and started
2: getting rushed down the street. I don't like, know how why. How bad is but this made me laugh? Uh, it's
0: bad. Because I'm telling you, she's a, she's a small girl. But what the hell is going on where she's almost sucked down a storm drain? Well, she's a little girl.
1: I mean, she's there. She's not afraid to sully your mic, but she's there. Pennywise, go get her. And thankfully, so Xanthi
0: Zal, our main character of this story, is able to pull her out of the danger yeah. before things go <laughs> worse, make their paper magic into a real umbrella so she can scamper off home and not get more wet than she already is, and not get brutally brutalized by a clown in the sewer.
1: That's a very wholesome start. What I also like, and I'll start this off, really, by telling everybody, listen, I'm not an Alyssa Wong fan. I've told Eric this if you've listened Have to you? the Marvel stuff. <clears throat> She does the Doctor Afra, which I think is complete garbage right now, and does one of the most unfunniest Deadpool books that you'll ever read at Marvel right now. I'm not a fan. I warned you about Alyssa Wong saying that, I don't know, I'm not a big fan. I like this issue, and I think that it's set up in a way that's very basic, but I'm glad for that. This is one of those dark magic books, and you don't get pretentious. It's just seemingly for fun.
0: For the things that you get in this, the idea of the spirit world and, you know, um... Xanthi coming from the spirit world and being in Gotham and have to get back and the idea that Batgirl herself is stuck there and you have all these monsters of this because sp- yep. yeah yeah Cassandra kid being stuck in the spirit world where everything there is dead not alive and I can sense the living of her and wants to consume her life force so she's pretty much has to kick ass and take names in the spirit world to stay alive there while she's stuck there while Constantine and our main character have to try to get there to save her bus get Xanthi back. There's all this cool stuff that almost reminds me a lot of, like, a monkey prince situation. It does but remind the you. If you watch like
1: monkey prince, go for it, because it really does remind me a lot of monkey prince. It really does. And, yeah, you're right. The What I like about it, too, just little subtle things that I think Alyssa Long does a good job with. When you end up having Xanthi, you just save this girl from Pennywise, right? <laughs> right. are pulls her out. But she's not used to dealing with living people and little girls. She's like, Hey. You better watch out. The spirit world—she like almost is there, scaring this little girl. She
0: just saved. Well, this is this is good advice.
1: Yeah, it is good advice. But she's not used
0: to doing this. She's used to delivering stuff and hey, doing stuff in the spirit world. The rain's world. gonna wash you away if you're not careful. It'll take you all the way to the spirit world. How you like them apples? Yeah, and she's
1: trying to be nice about, but
0: she's not used to dealing ah, with little kids, kids. Obviously, crying. here's a paper umbrella. Bam! Magic real umbrella. That's cool, right, kid? Scamper off now. Watch out for clowns in the sewer. Waves, probably slips, falls right in the sewer. <laughs> it's
1: fate. Uh, but then you have, and one of the things too, and I'll tell you, I may end up sounding like I'm gushing about this book, but my main deal is it did not annoy me as much as I thought it would. I mean, that's kind of a backdoor shade, but I thought it was going to be horrible and it wasn't. So I was actually excited about it because in that one-shot deal, in that, you know, they even give mention of it. Well, that's yeah, you ended up having one of the worst Constantine's i have read, and it seemed like Constantine was in the story to be bad or horrible to elevate Xanthi. That doesn't seem to be the case here then. I like seeing the idea that the only reason Constantine is really helping Xanthi is because he wants to get them out of their hair. You know, hey, I want to get rid of you. I'm going to help you, but I'm not really into it. But you kind of think he might like her. But you end up where. You go in and him getting attacked by all these cats because he's taking care of Mr. Nguyen's goods and sundries. It's fine. Yeah. Mr. Nguyen likes the kitties. Yeah. Come in and, like, hey, you know, what's going on? Puts feet on the counter. Oh, man, don't do that. It's funny to see Constantine trying to play the responsible adult as well, even though you know everything he does is going to go sideways. And he ends up screwing over everybody, really. And even that, I think that you have that from Alyssa Wong, where at one point you even get to mention, oh, your friend this. Oh, he's not my friend. And that was pretty good on the nose for a Constantine who has favors that he owes and other people owe him. He's actually showing how great a character is by kind of cashing in some of these favors that might be used for something very personal to him. Which,
0: honestly, it might be a favor that he's doing to get a favor from Batman. Hey, I see it's your Batgirl. I mean, that's the
1: thing. And and you get that play. This isn't the, oh, Constantine is neutered here because you're trying to elevate. No, they're just trying to get and really trying to help get Cassandra Kane back, because once you end up spelling out what is going on and we see it,
0: Cassandra's well, in trouble, right? Even and, the idea outside of, you know, all this, yes, Constantine's a scumbag and a con man, but something magical was really disturbed right now, especially in Gotham City, where a collective of souls are coming together to become these monstrous beings. They're like, hey, he knows something about magic and he's here. He might have to do something about this before shit gets out of hand on his watch.
1: Exactly. And and so they, they give the mention, hey, when it's raining, you kind of get the thing. And you even say, well, why can't you get back to the spirit world the same way you came here? Oh, I went to my grandmother's Close. grave and I get yeah. closed up, so I have to do this. But you have Xanthi who's very
0: concerned That's with stupid. Cassandra. Cassandra's planet rained, to screwed up everything. It did. And so you end
1: up where Cassandra in the spirit world, I even like the little deal with Constantine, who hears all this and says, is that bad girl can handle herself like we yeah. have to go save her but she can handle herself we'll get to her and santhi i hope you're right i i like that i like that constantine knows of cassandra enough that she's a tough cookie she's gonna be able to I'm hold telling her you own. though
0: it, it's such a weird idea because in the spirit world she's befriended by two people that take her in and make sure that she's hidden away from all the creatures of the spirit world to smell the life on her that want to consume her who doesn't tell you when you're in the spirit world initially, you just have what look like people walking around, mingling, having themselves conversations, walking down the street, right? gossiping. They smell some life. All of a sudden, they become elongated plastic man necks trying to consume people and they could be- become Beetlejuice monstrosities. And I am just so lucky she's able to find these two people. Maybe it's a poor situation who are like, Hey, we're going to help you because we've got to get that smell of life off you. We're going to cover you up, put some magic on you, make sure that we can hide you until you can find a way out of here. That might be a little force for how the spirit world's like, you know, we're told is and how the majority of it is. She's safe for now, but just imagine if she didn't find these people, because essentially she'd be just be like Dean when he's in purgatory. It'd be a (laughs) nonstop fight forever because everybody wants to eat her. And like what kind of like this is almost like the idea of Superman Lost, where he we don't know what happened to him for those twenty years in space, or even how time works in the spirit world opposed to the mortal realm that we all live in. Her being in here could seriously wreck her, bring her back to the point where she becomes the, let's say status quo to Cassandra Kane, where she's had all these improvements over the years now that she's been reintroduced, where she just goes back to being the the silent weapon because that's all she can do to survive in the spirit world. But no, we can, we can put a little pin in that because she's taken in and she's protected for a bit. So we can have Cassandra Kane being a nice, you know, like, uh, uh, I'm going to say a nice girl, but no, just being a able nice to be girl. somebody in the spirit yeah. world where Xanthi and Constantine are trying to get she, her back. She ends up having
1: some allies that mm-hmm. can give her the lay of the land and help her out, which I like. What I thought of is when you get there and you Owen have the and people and popo. there, you have these ladies and they're talking. And l- once they smell Cassandra, suddenly they're being drawn by Riley Rossma, Eric. Holy <laughs> moly, you don't need that. But when she ends up going plastic, to go and, and popo. It Then it really like that's the part like if you read monkey prince and like maybe the story never played out right but if you like the feel of it and you like the yeah. fun of it you really get it there you really do and it's funny you said that it's kind of forced but what I thought about it is this. It is forced like a Star Wars era well, to the a idea degree, that everybody because, runs into somebody who knows the other person. No, but I, I agree. It, it is out. like that,
0: but it is somebody that at least Xanthi would know in the spirit world, and like is a, is a good person of the spirit world as well. Yeah, help and I'm them. glad so that you find it's it. an ally of an ally. But yes, it is right there. But also, she went through the gate to Xanthi. You so it makes sense to be in the same area because I don't know how big the spirit world is. Is it a city block? Is it a world? I don't know. Yeah, and so I do like where. This part, like right away, you
1: kind of like Bowen because right away he gets drop kicked and like the idea of like really being a klutz. It's kind of fun. And Popo, it's like Yoda.
0: I'm in yeah. there, a sweet old lady with magic and an emerald staff. A lot of people are
1: upset with different things in this. I just thought it was a nice beginning. I'm not. I didn't say, and I argue with some people about this where. People didn't want to read this because they said this character won't be around in 50 years. Well, if you're going to do that, you might as well give it up. I mean, I'm having fun reading it right now. Whether yeah. Xanthi becomes a big character, whether we never hear about Xanthi again, I like this. And I like Cassandra. I like the way Constantine is in this. And I'm actually enjoying Popo and Bowen for what little we get as well. But we end up having Constantine, you know, hey, I have this favor. I'm going to go, we're going to this necromancer Easton, we're going to go to his place. And I do even like where you get to see the little powers with the, you know, with the, the paper yeah. that we had earlier. The paper with
0: transformation that they are able to do. And even the idea where you get the background of the spirit world, where what people have in the spirit world is based off of what is burned by paper. It comes to life in the spirit world and it gives the individual spirits, whatever kind of like monetary gain or like, you know, just whatever f- physical stuff they need in that world. So even the idea where you have people going, walking around in the spirit world where they're all pissed off, because ain't nobody burned shit for me in a while. Yeah, you have I all like that. Going, But people burn so much money in the mortal plane that monetary value means nothing anymore. So I'm like, that's kind of funny too.
1: And that kind of plays out the smart way of what we get in, say, you know, the Wonder Woman book all the time. Oh, the gods are mad because they're, li- you know, in American gods, this is different. And I like that idea where you can then burn something in the real world as you know as a tribute or whatever to that pr- and they get that i think they're going to play with that a lot as we go forward but you end up this necromancer
0: he's it,
1: not around and Constantine's like well we're going to go in here and we see that he's been kind of you know taken
0: over by the collective another collective like we had in that lazarus planet tie story that started this whole thing off as a prologue so it seems like whatever these things are this collective of nastiness they're going into the mortal realm and becoming big bad. So previously, Cassandra came killed, but when she got her ass stuck into the spirit world, and now we have to do this again, hoping to find another gate where these things are entering, as well as so we can exit back to the spirit world and Cassandra.
1: Yeah, so instead of being able to use this Easton, the necromancer, to find out where this gate is, because he would have been able to do that, they're going to end up weakening the collective and follow them back. They're going to follow the to whence came. Back. Yeah. But the problem is you kind of get a little bit of a snafu at the end that I think becomes a Sophie's choice. But when we end up going back into the spirit realm, I like the Cassandra stuff and I like the Bowen and Popo and you get more of an explanation of the world. This actually, in the basic things of it, it reminds me of a manga a lot where you're going to just give us characters, power sets and a lay of the land. Then we'll get to the big story. But the big story is very easy. We have to save Cassandra. There you go. And and I want them to do
0: it. And that's what I was here for. That's the one thing that actually drugged me into the idea of, like, I might care about the spirit world, because Batgirl is stuck in the spirit world. This new character in Constantine, are going to work to try to get her back out. And when we have that going through here, we have both the idea of the spirit world and the, like, the mortal plane, which we're like doing, like, dual story. When we were following the collective spirit to, like, figure out where the gate is as it's moving its way out, there we end the story with Xanthi coming across her mother who believed that Xanthi died 15 years ago because they did and now they're and they're back now. And now the idea, like, oh my god, I'm confronted by my mother. What do I do now? I'm like, oh shit, that's a hell of a hook. I did not see coming yeah. because this character seems so out of time for the idea that 15 years ago is all that she's. They've been like, you know, dead. She's be- they're back on the mortal plane. I'm like, I need to know where this goes because that's interesting drama, and I love me some drama and comics. And
1: the and the drama is, does Xanthi then want to stay? I mean, there's your mom. You have your mom back, and they have to go and almost seemed like it's a flip-flop exchange where if you go You're and kind get kind of pissed Cassandra, off that they
0: refuse to tell us Xanthi's real name because it's all scratched out and all they're like the, like the dialogue balloons when the mother says, like, so-and-so, your name. I don't know. So, yeah, it seems it's weird. It's just weird, like, why wouldn't you say that right away for us to know? I don't know. Maybe it's one of those, like,
1: ghost names that you can't say. I don't know, but it's... The ghost name Xanthi <laughs> Now, the, the funny thing of this is, and I think it was Matt Razor was giving me some shit because I was talking about this book to him, and he ended up saying... Huh, isn't Erica to give you shit if you say that you really like Cassandra in a Xanthi book? But the thing I said, this isn't a Xanthi book. This is a spirit world book with these three characters. Yeah. Xanthi's the new character and one that I'm sure they want to maybe catch on and continue. But this isn't just a Xanthi book. And I've told people when they were fish-poshing it, if you like Constantine or you like Cassandra, there's enough here. Exactly. Actually enjoyed this book and being introduced,
0: but plus a plus a new character who has powers like paper cut from the Flash with origami powers. And I'm like, I can dig that. That's fun. But again, you're going to get people. Alyssa Wong
1: ends up writing other things that people didn't like. But I'm always willing to give, Never, especially uh, been when familiar with her. Well, it's because it's the Marvel stuff, and especially when you flip flop between if somebody at Marvel comes over to DC, even the Leah Williams, I gave her a chance. It didn't work out with that Power Girl page, but. Yeah. We'll see. But this I actually Sharon. was impressed with This is a book that I thought Again, I don't want to seem like I'm, You know, like giving back to our shade But I really didn't think that I was going to like it I thought, okay, here we go It's going to be one of these convoluted stories But when I read it, it's not going to change the world If the solicit says it's right going to change the DC universe forever It's lying But I enjoyed the characters in it And I enjoyed the story It's basic enough for anybody to get behind And then at the end, you have the drama so it works out. I thought that I like the art. That's pushed me over the, top like with the it. art. I like the art in this issue. I like the art. And I thought, especially digitally, the colors in it pop. You get a lot of purples and greens and things like that. Now, it really I cool. can
0: only hope that what we get here, because these three new books have been announced with City Boy, The Vigil, and Spirit yep. World. They're a hard sell in my mind for they a lot are. of people for what's going on. Because it all comes out of Lazarus Planet, which was a bust for, I want to think, most people out there. When you have this... If those other two books can even be close to what this is in sound, because they're all hard sells. This is the one that I thought had the best way of like maybe reaching people because it had, your because entry it had point and in. Exactly, it has Constantine yeah. and has backo, so at least you have that. The other ones they're kind of on their own outside of like City Boy's connection to the spirit of Gotham. But beyond but that, it does get you a little bit much. more hopeful, right? I can only and be Jamie? a little bit more hopeful because like maybe there is something behind these books that I can enjoy down the road because this. Give it a seven point five out of ten because it will not. It did not blow me out of the water, but it did grab a hold of me by the end for everything it's doing right now because of this drama with Xanthi and their mother. Because like, it's not something I thought I needed until it happened at the end.
1: And it makes sense. The background is we know that Xanthi is from the spirit world, dead. So seeing mother saying you've been dead for that that makes sense. And that is oh my god! Like I never thought that was going to happen. Obviously we wouldn't because this. And is how a new often book. Are
0: you going to see Cassandra Cain kicking the shit out of ghosts in their own realm? Yeah. And and again,
1: a lot of times when you get these things like you had in that intro deal that, you know, the the Lazarus Planet deal where it seemed like you were kind of nerfing Constantine in this, it really does give you a Cassandra. Very impressive, even with the uh, Popo and the deal. Like, really, you killed the collective. Like, this is something unheard of. But she is that kick ass. Yeah, so you reminded right. up that it's pretty cool. So I'm giving an eight. You gave it a seven, five. I did say I did a video review of it when I was talking about it. At the end, I did say exactly what you said. I'm more willing to give the Vigil and City Boy a chance now because, boy, if it's you know like yeah, this, maybe yeah. I can jump on and I'm only in it for this mini series, have some fun. I said they're Monkey Prince. We didn't ever think that was going to blow the doors no. off of the DCU, but we we end up talking about all the books and most of them anyway. So why not have fun with a book that is fun? I mean, there's no reason to be negative about every single thing. There's enough shit to be negative <laughs> about than to actually bring your, you know, nonsense in and, and get pissed off. But all and this in all, seems to I be think it's pretty good. And
0: the idea of a spirit world and whatever your afterlife might be—it is Chinese mythology—and this could be the Chinese here, the gods, and how the spirit world works with that. And that's what you're going to have accustomed to this whole situation. So that's what you're getting because that's what it's dealing with. So. It works for me because like monkey Prince, we're getting that sphere of like, you know, theology, mythology, and you're getting that understanding because it all makes sense within the DC universe and how the sphere of the gods work. Mm,
1: I like it, too. Like, in that vein, it's not getting overly complicated. It's not trying to force, you know, this method. It's easy to Look, comprehend. Look, everything's fine it's and easy. simple in
0: the spirit world until you smell some of that sweet, sweet life. Then you just want to suck the shit out of it. And you turn into a Ray Luronsimo character with a <laughs> long-ass neck. I don't know what happens. I don't want that to happen to me. But, yeah, that's called addiction. I like it. We all got monkeys on our back. Apparently, they got huge-ass monkeys. They got gorillas on their back in the spirit world. Can't help yourself. I love that those ladies are just gossiping
1: away, too. So you already know they're pieces of crap. And then everybody just goes because they don't seem to be able to help it. The H has hit the town. i
0: <clears throat> Pardon me. At this point in time, they might as well just be the sequels from uh, Fighting Nerd. Mine? 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 Because they all go after That's pretty good. But that's it for the first section. Pretty positive Pretty positive
1: section to start out things. I don't know that the last section will be as positive, but we're going to go off right now to some positive mail. And see how that is Alright Eric, you ready? Yeah, ready, man. ready? I, don't know how to, I don't know how to transition to this We'll be We're back with for. some mail Mail Check out what you got now Get
2: your postcards Put the cards Eat the other slot cards I get it while it's hot now If a letter makes you wetter
1: Then a better ready Veteran ready. It is time for the mail, Eric. And if anybody out there in listening land wants to be part of the mail section and be a star, just like Eric Shea, me? all you have to do is email us at weird at gmail.com. But you have to email us or it's not allowed, says True. Eric. He's, he's just trying to limit the stars. He is. But we have you two to mails tonight. We have Steve. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> just like me. Is it from Big Dick Andre? Is he sending Dick something Andre. right now? Oh yes, Fed Dick Andre. You're shaming. The first email is from Steve who says, Hey guys, badass hockey broken back surgery. Steve here. I What's guess that Steve? he is Steve has had some problems with his back, but he does play hockey. He says been a while since I've written in. Just wanted to say that as Eric is ripping on Jim, saying, "Who the hell would want to sit with you and watch your
2: Seriously. shitty old
1: hockey tapes?" I have all these VHS tapes let, in let me the break basement.
0: Break out my VCR, bring it to your house, hook this up to probably a TV that won't even hooked up to it, so I can watch you play hockey on a shitty VHS from thirty years ago. This is how I want to spend my evening. Hey, can we drink? Oh no, there's no drinking in this house. Oh, cool. No, no I don't drink, Eric. And so
1: with it's that. The, what you get, though, is after the hockey tapes, you didn't realize that we'll watch more hockey tapes. I got a ton you know of them, but it, I, have, I have some basketball stuff, too. We could all do Don't that, baseball. Me. We'll have fun. Uh, he says, I was at that same moment assembling a net. So he was actually making and putting together his hockey net so he could shoot in his backyard That's because he fine. misses playing. Yeah, but the, he's just saying, I just want to look back at the days, right? Back at those days. Oh, my goodness. So he says, so, Jim, I'll gladly watch crappy old hockey tapes with you. That'd be awesome. If Steve comes and meets me with the VHS, we'll sit there and we'll <laughs> laugh. Look at that guy. You'll see me like, man, all I'll do the whole time is talk Belly about flop. Man, I used to be in such good shape. That's all I would say the whole time. <laughs> and the hair just a flow Eric. But he says, suck it, Eric. Hockey men stick together. Why don't you go throw All a right. baseball or something?
0: What no, does <laughs> that even mean for me? The thing is,
1: the best is, is he knows that you can't throw that either. So I can throw go. a baseball just fine. Mm. If we set up a target that was, say, 15 feet away, you think you could have it? Th- I'm talking like it's isn't the side of a problem.
0: barn. My depth perception and eyesight is something that's really terrible, and you got to make fun of a handicapped person, you fucking little monster. <laughs> well, you made fun of me. It's and my creature behavior. Day.
1: Oh, my goodness. But, yeah. And then he says, so we watching Don Cherry, Rock'em, Sock'em, 95 or what, and I'd love Don Cherry is a combination of one of the funniest, just the funniest things you'd watch, but also the most awful, hateful people who's ever lived. But he makes me giggle. Look, I've heard the podcast. Yeah. Well, there you go. Maybe I did end up (laughs) modeling myself too much on Don Cherry. It might have been, but... I love the – Don Cherry, one thing, he hates European hockey players. He had Russian, all that. He just hates non-Canadian right. and maybe throwing a little yes because he's a hateful guy. Yeah. And the, the the tirades he would go into uh, about Yarmir Jagr, a pure gem, Eric, still playing to this day. I know. Uh, boy, Don Cherry hated him so much, but that was Don Cherry. He's going to hate He's a hateful deal. Uh, you have to look up because I don't think you know much of Don Cherry. You have to look up no. and you will, no matter what you look up, Don Cherry, he will be wearing the most ridiculous looking suit that you've ever seen in your entire life. And it will make you chuckle and look like he doesn't have like a neck kind of deal with the suit. Very odd. He looks
0: like a televangelist that does not on TV and just goes barn to barn. So
1: you looked it up, right? And yeah. Do, does he have a, a ridiculous looking suit on no yes, matter yes, what He picture? does. He does. He does. He's, he's crazy, that guy, but. He is a Canadian gem, I guess, but he's kind of a hateful guy. So there you go. But he's too old. He's one of those guys that's been around way too long and is too old to care about being canceled. So there you go, Eric. We call but, those assholes. Yeah, well, he kind of is. I never liked what he would say about Yaramir Yager. He Why didn't like it? those gem players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, and I agree, and me and him are going to watch. Maybe what we'll do is we'll end yeah, you up- You guys do some- you. Hockey bros stick together. If Steve came over right now, we'd break out the Genesis, we'd play a little, maybe the NHL
0: 94, we'll play some oh, of that. Okay, with- I thought you meant you thought you the band, I don't know. No, well, we could maybe. We're going to listen to Genesis while playing the Genesis. No, I mean, seriously, in the
1: idea of this, we break out the Genesis. We'll have Don Cherry read us the book of Genesis. Right? We'll watch the hockey tapes while also listening to, like, Triumph and Rush. Rush, I don't love yeah. Rush, but it works we'll out. I love Triumph. And, you know, Triumph will do all that. As me and Steve are sitting there doing this, you, you'll see almost like a transformation in the Michael Jackson thriller video. The mullets will just start growing at the back. <laughs> we'll end up having mullets by the end. It'll be awesome. But yeah, Steve, that is a date. But we'll continue on with Craig. Craig says, Hey, a question or two, if I may. Yeah, Usually, Craig. Craig says, You know, hey, what up, Jim? What up, Eric? So you could say the what up, Craig, that you say. What but up, he Craig, says, a question or two, if I may. What's the best arc you've read since the podcast started? And that's, uh, it's a hard question to Forever answer. Forever Evil. That's the weird thing. I thought Forever Evil as well. In my mind, I thought, well, that's an event. <laughs> so I, I thought, but I'll it go was with an that. Arc? But I also like that three issue Tom Taylor deal. That's right, really Superman. We really like that, and people are amazed because a lot of people don't like it now. But it's not as good as outside Forever of evil. the
0: Doomsday Clock or maybe the Rebirth DC Universe special. I have not had the feels for anything more than the forever evil with the idea of the new crimes to get and this new Justice League taking them on and just being completely overrun by this shit. Yes, the beginning of it was convoluted with Pandora's box opening a portal to fucking Earth 3. But once we get to it, it is amazing. When we get to Mazaz
1: and stuff like that, it was oh my crazy, God. right? Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, and then the birth of the baby? Yeah. I was thinking of other things and when I was thinking of it, like things that I'm, okay, what did I really like? And say not that i liked it but the death of Damien, i didn't really
0: like the arc that was yeah. so that was that
1: moment is no, one no, of my favorites that was a favorites. great but, issue though yeah yeah that was that pause <laughs> That,
0: that man Incorporated itself was a hard series in my mind but that issue that killed Damien, so much damn heart in that it was it's impossible not to love for the you know for the saddest reasons
1: even something as crazy as the grayson issue or the singing issue that i really did like but a lot of the stuff was, was 16? convoluted in that yeah remember how that ended with Lansing and Kelly just had to clean up that shit. Yeah. And me and you lost our minds. Didn't know how that outfit happened. there. We, we went on. I think I even edited some of it out. Like Jess would tell me, but it still ended up over like 40 minutes of us just arguing where these clothes came up. But we were arguing about the same thing, but kind of against each other. I don't know. But there there's been a lot of different arcs and things like that, obviously. But I do think forever evil. Might be one of the better things that we have done. Since, I, I was you know.
0: so into that. All the tie ins, everything to do with that series, I, I, even with the good and the bad, I wanted to be a part of it.
1: Yeah. And, and also, like the um, the lead into Tom King's wedding issue, number 50 of the Batman push. Or, you know. or the Nightmares arc, Eric. How did we forget about that? The Nightmares. <laughs> I actually think that one of my favorite things might be that first arc of Tom King's Batman, though. And oh, yeah? that really kind of ended I at Gotham? issue five, the I am Gotham deal, when you ended up having Gotham die. But even the idea that I thought Tom King, he played us because where we didn't know that they had to kind of sparingly use their powers and they ended up getting attacked by Killer Croc. And like Solomon all that Grundy. seemed very oh, Solomon Grundy. Sorry, it was really clever. Scene. It all fell apart. But sure yeah, I think Forever Evil will be the deal. And which book were
0: you most disappointed to see? Can't now, the thing is, I actually struggle with the situation because I can't say that this book was canceled, except for it was stopped so we could revamp to a new number one. But it goes along the lines of Forever Evil. I'm a basic bitch like that. But the new 52 Justice League was one of the strongest series. There had been and like the whole thing of going up to the 52 second or is a 52 or 53 issues we had of that it was it, like the
1: 52 the end, and then you had some wonky shit too.
0: It actually continued on past rebirth and then it finally ended and then we got back to the Justice League no, a new number one with Brian Hitch doing that and I hated that so much but that Justice League was so good for the revamp New 52 and new status quo that we were doing. Like, I didn't like the Amazovirus arc, but that was, like, one arc in that entire series that I didn't think was great overall. And, I, like, I, I couldn't wait to get in each and every month to get a new issue of that. So, when that ended for a new, like, you know, new number one with a new creative team, that broke my heart, especially coming out of, the, like, the Dark Side War.
1: When we had the Dark Side War and that even had Jessica in it, we were getting yeah. involved when in she, that character. When it's she weird. was the power ring? Yeah. it's really it so good. Books canceled. I... I'm still struggling with it. I I ended up at one point, the funniest thing, the book that came to mind, something you didn't even deal with. And I was upset, but then it kind of did come back, but I didn't like it as much with Justice League 3000 when that ended up because I was so into it. And then it came back as Justice League 3001, and that wasn't as good. But when the actual Justice League three it was like kind of my little book that I ended up. A bunch of people did enjoy it as well, but maybe even stuff like uh, uh, Batman Beyond 2.0. I mean there's – I don't I, – I struggled with it, the idea. Because most books that get canceled, they kind of deserve to be canceled and we just – I will tell you I was really game. disappointed
0: when the uh, the Firestorm New 52 book was canceled because it just, it just got back to the basic status quo. Like when the New 52 happened, a lot of good things happened but a lot of bad things happened as well and the new status quo – was when you had two firestorms. Jason Rush and Ronnie Raymond were two separate firestorm beings. That's why it was the nuclear men in the title. But then they would combine together to become the gigantic monster called Fury, the Fury of Firestorm, the nuclear men. That's where all the titles came in with that. I hated that firestorm so much. But after the Zero issue, when it revamped everything and got us back to a new status quo, where it's the firestorm that you knew, that's right when the book started getting good. And that's right when the book was canceled.
1: I actually, I have a better answer, and it's a funny play. It was maybe Animal Man from the New Fifty Two. You know what? Yeah, I I finally got into it. Like I hadn't, I didn't read it from the beginning, and then all of a sudden, I even started reviewing it on the site. I caught up. I was, and then it got canceled. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Uh, all that stuff, you know, going on with the sun and things like that was really, you know, heartbreaking and whatnot. And then it just kind of ended. So that might be one that I can that Robin put in series there.
0: ending too. With Damian Wayne was really disappointing. It, I mean, the idea that it was canceled ended. Yeah,
1: yeah, that is. And I mean, even stuff like the uh, Batgirls, you're really wa- worried no. about that, right? You're so upset. All right, but there it is. I'm going to go. And stuff that I, again, it's always going to be these side little books like a Frankenstein Agents of Shade. I, I yeah. wasn't upset that it got canceled, but it was a shame that not more people read it. And then afterwards, I bet people are out there like a Demon Knight, stuff like that, that was kind of a Red lanterns. Of steel Red Lan- Red. La- "Actually," Really, because when we got to the point where Red, everybody was so into it, finally, in that whole deal, and then, well, you know, all, like, and all that it t- it stuff, It took most right? of the
0: series to get really good in my mind. When Guy Gardner became a Red Lantern and then took on our kilo, became the leader of the Red Lanterns, and we had that suicide mission where all our main characters died. That was died. really good. That was amazing. But where do you go from there? Because you've only burned the goddamn house <laughs> down to leave. I I'm know. telling you, our final arc for that was Guy Gardner walking around with a baby that was a and rage thing. And, and, like, it was weird. Yeah, it was
1: weird. But, yeah, a lot of that stuff people were starting to really get into. That is a good play. People forget about that. Also, being you were actually into, like, the Swamp Thing deal. Yeah. When you ended up having all this Machine stuff with Queen. Charles Sewell, with Machine Queen and stuff. It seemed like it was getting interesting as well. And then that kind of got canceled. Because Charles Sewell, at that point, seemed, I think that was when he left D.C. And we're like, oh, well, they just canceled it. So... That was a shame. So there are some ones that we came up with, but thanks, Craig, uh, making us walk down misery lane. Aww. That's what he did. Now I'm glad he asked that because it, it it makes me smile. Some of the crazy things that I remember us talking about and losing our minds about too, uh, both good and bad. But that's it. That's the mail. I'm still waiting for Steve to come over. I think if we were going to drink beer, why you not here yet, Steve? God, we would probably have like Molson. Or like LaBasse so or something. Not everything has to be Canadian because no, it's it has is. to be. <laughs> that's what happens. I mean, if you're going to have Don Cherry, Eric, that's all he wants. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll watch that. We'll end up, I did the other day, out of nowhere, I did watch this documentary that I had on Wayne Gretzky and just sat and smiled the whole time. <laughs> that's the <laughs> stupid things that I end up doing. So good. Also, they have a lot of videos where it's like Bob Yore, Wayne Gretzky, uh, Mario Lemieux sitting around talking about hockey eric and there it's it's awesome i just sit and smile but there awesome. you go i don't talk to you about that chris stuff farley you over don't here. like it it's awesome i there are only i think there are maybe three people because i think if i met mario lemuel i'd lose it but if i met paul mccartney gretzky or lemuel i'd probably be i wouldn't i'd be chris farley i
0: wouldn't That's be able to, to say anything. I, I don't want to meet any like hero of mine because i would just be stupid and have nothing to say so i would just be awkward and I don't want them to hate me and remember me well, for I being a awkward I don't want that, fool. but at least the three people that I mentioned from everything that I've read or seen,
1: they are decent people as well. Yeah. So they wouldn't be like, don't meet your heroes because they're jerks. I, I think they would just be like, this guy's got problems and walk away. Hey, thanks a lot, Paul. Hey there, Paulie boy. I wouldn't know what to say. You know, I, I really wouldn't. I, I would probably run. me either. I wouldn't even. That's why I never me. go to
0: any of those celebrity panels where you get autographs any kind of con because- I'd have to talk to them, like, or I just throw, like, here's a picture, sign it right away, and not say anything. Like, I don't want to stand out in any way because I would just feel stupid the rest of my life. I, I and you would kick yourself because I know yeah.
1: you. You would be very, very excited. I, I'm I telling would you, I never I'm, let it de- go. I was just trying to pretend in my mind what I would say to say a Paul McCartney, and I would end up be like, "Hey, Paul, you gonna redo when I'm 64? That because you're 80." I'd say
2: something stupid.
1: <laughs> the fuck like, i don't here. want you talking to people in general let alone people you look up to oh, it'd be so, i I'd probably like i know that it would turn into me wanting to mention john lennon and it, that wouldn't go well it's pretty pretty big shame he got shot right paul like that sucks huh do you think you guys would have gotten back together he'd be like get the fuck out of here and then lemieux i'd be like pretty cool that game that you scored a goal every possible way and he'd say damn right Let's go shoot in the backyard. I'm mean, like, you got it. And then All I go right. back and realize he, he meant heroin. I'm like, Aww. what happened? I didn't know you did heroin. He's like, there's a lot you don't know about me. I I'm my own it. man. I'm like, holy moly, Mario. What's going on? I realized I did not go to Mario Lemieux. I went to Mario, this guy down the street that lives in an alley. Again, I'm like, you ain't the that magnificent guy. one. You're the guy in the alley. And he's like, fuck you. And then I get in a fight with him. I kill oh, him now nice. in jail. No, you're knifed. It's Mario. Yeah, probably would be. Mario would knife me. Probably. I'd be like, why, Mario? Why? And he's like, because you attacked me, and yeah, I thought you were Lemieux. And he's like, what the fuck are you? you got more problems than me, pal, including that gash that you're dying from. And then I die with a smile on my face. I met Mario, I'd say, as I died, there. I told Zach the other day, because he just got a hold of me, you know, out of nowhere, my son. And he says, uh, hey, you know, what's going on? I said, ah, I'm probably, you know, in the middle of dying. You know, that's the deal. And he's like, no, nah, don't say it. And I said, listen, if I go and I end up realizing I'm dying, I'm definitely giving two middle fingers so that when Rigamortis mortis sticks in, you can end up seeing how I felt about all you assholes. And then he hung up on me, Eric. A oh, little jerk. All right? There you go. <laughs> this is why nobody likes me, Eric. Nobody hey, does. Murder! But with all that, that's it for the mail. I guess Steve likes me, though, but we'll go off. We yeah. have two more books that, you know, I may like less than my kids like me. We'll see, but we'll get be back with a bit of super section and this podcast in a couple of seconds.
2: Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair. Blows kisses to himself, and he really thinks that tears hair Well, that's just every shade. Looking for a star screen, or maybe a hot cap. Spends
1: all his money buying All bad crap Well, that's just Eric Shea That is Eric Shea, but I don't think Eric Shea's back. Oh, there you are, Eric. I thought that you ended up going away and leaving me because I hit the Goodbye, everybody. Well, I hit the song before I actually kind of talked to you and I thought, ooh, maybe something is happening over there and I messed up, but I didn't. Here we are, Eric. Oh, my goodness. It's going smooth. Here we are in a Not so super section, I'd like to call it, but I don't know. I don't know what you'll think of these books, but we do end up having Superboy, The Man of Tomorrow, which we're kind of shoving into this week's podcast because we have a ton of books next week, but also it came out on the app digitally, so... If you don't want to but be mostly, spoiled,
0: because we have a ton of books next week. Yeah.
1: And if you don't want to be spoiled, then you can kind of look at the show notes and the timestamps and go forward. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything before we get into it. But we also have Superman Lost. Uh, I think we should have a vote by the end. If we want to go 10 issues of that do, nonsense. Do we need a
0: vote? There's a split. Well, who's voting here? It's unanimous.
1: Me and you. <laughs> I was gonna do a keeper of crapper, but fuck it. I actually almost said to you, let's not even try. <laughs> there was more books tonight, it wouldn't even be on this week because that book sucks. And I don't care what anybody says, you can like what you want, but the idea that
0: people wanna fight and I'm not reading this or that or whatever, well, the and then I is, see people praising that shit. I wanna love this book oh, because I do like too. we talk about every time we talk about Superman Lost, the concept of a broken, out of touch with humanity, Superman coming back to Earth. For what's twenty years to him, but like a few hours to everybody else, that's an amazing story to touch on. The only problem is you don't get any of that story in this series. You get to see his adventures for those twenty years, and that shit's bullshit. Now, I'm telling you right now, people get mad at me. This is like your Jack Kirby. Do they hot attack
2: take? You?
1: Maybe, but yes, Christopher Priest Black Panther was really good. Christopher Priest Deathstroke was good, and then it kind of faded. But there's a long stretch between there, and even since. That is a bunch of bullshit. The guy is one of the most overrated comic book writers out there, and I can't take it anymore. And that Superman Lost lose yourself. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm not pretending shit. That book sucks. We'll talk about it very quickly by the end of this section. Fuck that. I'm flushing it, Eric. We might just we might get this done quicker than we thought. We'll go through the issue just to make me lose my mind. I think you'll be joining me, but what are we
0: starting with, there? We are starting with Superboy, The Man of Tomorrow, number two, written by Kenny Porter, with art by Ginoy, Lindsay and Lucas Catoni. And in our previous issue, we saw Superboy thinking to himself, man, there sure are a lot of super people on Earth taking up all my spotlights, and there's not much for me to do. So what I need to do in this world that has forgotten me, I need to break out on my own. I need to go to the great beyond where no man has gone before, to space, to show them what a Superman symbol is and make sure that people know the name Superboy. The only problem with that is Dominators are out and about doing clone stuff. Superboy's getting the mix of it. And then he's freaking thrown right in the middle with these freedom fighters called the Cosmeteers, who are clones as well, who think that he's working with the Dominators and just one of the clone super soldiers that the Dominator super scientist has thrown together to stop them. That is our little mismatch, mixed signals. What's going on? Now we can fight. Now we can be front come friends situation. But ultimately, we're going to deal with Superboy on a ship being locked up for the majority of this issue. Yeah. And again, when I talk about stuff, when we argue
1: about the Joker, the man who stopped smiling so much, the idea Uh that I lost my mind when you said, yeah, but I like what we're getting from Manhunter, you know, Kate Spencer. The reason why I got mad about that was we had already gone so far into a series, but me and you, I wasn't, I was ready to fight. I mean, physically, fist fight you at that point. I said you giggled and then it was, I guess, but even then, (laughs) that's, you know, Hey, I'm a passionate guy here, but the idea, yeah. the reason why I was mad about that was because we had gone so long without any sort of story progression. Then you got Manhunter, so I was angry. Having the cosmic tears here isn't quite the same, but by a different token, they're not that interesting. So I Did end not. up going into this. So you have a non-interesting but they're thing just going like on. Superboy. You end up where I'm thinking, okay, you're still going with the classic. I'm going to stop them clones. You might as well pick up X-23 along the way. Get okay. her Gabby in here, Laura Alden. They could go. So by the end, you end up a Cosmoteurist that isn't really doing anything more than what we thought Superboy himself would do. So why have that? And when you get to the point you said it, Superboy is just locked away. Thinking about how he wants to do Superboy things and how these Cosmeteers, they're going too far. And by the end, the best thing I could say about this is it definitely feels like a digital first winner of a round robin tournament. Agreed. That's what it feels like. And if you don't mind that, it's fine. I like the first issue a lot better than this one. That Me first too. issue, I actually was surprised how much I was kind of getting into it. But this issue takes a real big step backwards to not only just give you nothing. But a lot of convoluted shit on top of that, where I'm like, okay, what's going on? I don't even like the idea that Dominator X, who is doing all these experiments because he's mad that he wants to, but now he's selling off. Why would you sell off things when your big concept was, I want to take over everything? Even that's just
0: silly. Because the Dominators, they ain't down with the super, well, no, that's what the I super like soldier that. clones. So the thing is, I got to go off of my own, do a little enterprising. Sell off all my super soldier I don't clones know to the not why you guns.
2: sell
1: them. Like, the CUNs... Who doesn't need money? Why do you want the CUNs, though, to be the big beds? You're doing this because they spell it out where they... The,
0: the Dominators aren't doing enough, so I'm going to do it. I think you just stop there. I just imagine, though, here I am, Dominator X, Superman scientist of the universe, who's all about making super soldier clones for some grand scheme to take over the universe, okay? I'm not getting the appreciation I need for my own race, the Dominators, but you know what? Still think that the Dominators, they're fucking dominating out there. So what I do, I'm going to use my research, my time. You're getting free agents? I'm going to send these out. I'm going to sell them because, you know, quoting people ain't cheap. I'm going to sell them to the cunts. And they're going to think that they're unstoppable with the new super soldiers. But you know what? Me being the creator of these things, i got a kill switch. So when they get in the way of the Dominators, the Dominators, they still
1: dominate. Now, I will say one thing. When I hear Dominator X, I love it because I think of Terminator X, the DJ from Public Enemy that makes me smile.
0: I think of Author X, like the Dominator you don't can't, you can't <laughs> know the identity <laughs> yeah. of.
1: Dominator X just, it kind of flows, but I want him to scratch a little, do his deal. Uh, but by the end, I just, I'm like, why are you selling that you want to be the Dominator? You want to be Dominator X, but then you're kind of, because you end up having to make the story. I don't know. It, it just kind of is one of those things that seems to be okay. The story has to be bigger You're going after the tons and all this stuff, but it gets a little convoluted. It, it gets to where you're like, okay, well, they're – and even the tears, well, we're going to stop them here, and we kind of stopped them there, and we did these planets. I just want Superboy to do some things in this, and so by the end, I was not that intrigued going forward as I was after the first issue – because this team of the cosmeteers just aren't that interesting.
0: You have Superboy setting off on his own to make a name for himself in the universe because he doesn't have enough going on on Earth. Apparently, he can't talk to anybody he was friends with for story reasons. So he goes off, gets in like his head, like uh, into more than he can control at this point in time. And now he's just going to be like you know captured by the cosmeteers. All right, we're going to learn like you know. Oh my God! You, like your story checks out on Earth. You you are who you say you are. So we're not going to keep you locked up anymore, and we're going to work together. Superboy's going to get all high and mighty and how you're supposed to do things because he's got an S on his chest and that's all you can do in the L family. But mostly it's like, all right, you want to learn about who we are, the Cosmiteers, and how da- D- Dominator X went and took Zudarian DNA and and DNA and Daxmite DNA and then made us into super soldiers until we got too out of hand and escaped and then we made it our life's mission to fight back all the things that he does, even if people get hurt in the process. Oh, you don't want to know about that. I'm oh, going to be well, in a for a rude bad. awakening just this did. issue because you're going to get it. And all I could think about with the idea, all right, we have these characters, these alien characters who are just cloned from, doesn't matter, different species, right? They're, they're their own person who are given superpowers like, you know, Amaskians, they can grow and shrink. Mostly I think about them as shrinking, but pyra pretty much, you know, mostly grows in this. But they also have like, you know, fire grower, powers. not a shower, they're, they're, right? who isn't but you have like the Zudarian one she's got like speed force powers something along the lines of a uh, metagene but i don't need to know this because i'm sitting there what else does this mean because you have our main character who's a daxamite of the cosmiteers and i want to know did the dominator x breed out your lead like a uh, weakness because this is the reason that the rest of the daxamites can't leave daxam because they're gonna die because out in the universe there's a lot of lead so on top of having superpowers Did he get rid of your weakness? Because that's a big thing in my mind.
1: Uh, Are you sitting there? You're like, I I really like Trav, but I'm more of a Rotorza kind of guy. Who is a (laughs) Rotorza guy? She's
0: got speed force somehow.
1: I, I don't, like, that's the thing, though. The characters are, like, you name them as their... I tra- got you fine, said Trav,
0: because but- I'm sitting there I'm like, you know, the Dexamite. I, I could not remember Trav's thing, name. I
1: was actually going to quiz you, but I knew that I wouldn't know unless I wrote them down, which I did. I'm not going to pretend that I remembered these characters. I remembered Pyra. And so you end up... Yeah, that's kind of easy with the whole deal, but even but so... But even with that,
0: with their uh, Maskian, they misspelled it in this issue because there's no A in the mask. It's M-I-M-K. S-K. Only one who knows we that. You're the only one. But even my biggest problem
1: is the story pretty much stops right there. And we introduce it's fine to introduce, but introduce it more in the way of not having Connor in a cell not involved. I mean, the idea that it's okay. Connor, we capture him. We put him in a cell because, boy, he doesn't want us to do the bad stuff, but we're doing the good stuff, just not good
0: enough for Superboy
1: over here. The way here. you get a flashback is like, hey, you know, I don't want to be torturing you. Have a drink with me while I wax poetic about our origin, and then just leave you or still throw it in inhibitor the cell. on cell. <laughs> and, and yeah, and put an inhibitor, and and then you have Kenny Puerto. Seems like now. You have to play Stop. the idea that he can't get a hold of everybody because You well, didn't have to do that either because he didn't want to. He wanted to be out doing his own thing. But it's just, why are we doing this whole thing? Because I don't know where you come back from. I don't want to be on your team because you killed people. Yeah. And then all of a sudden,
0: oh, okay. You know well, okay. You're right. We ain't going to kill people no more. You are a super boy, and we want to be super people too. It does. You said it. It feels like the generic... Hey, we fight
1: until we're friends, but you still have that roadblock of you kill people. Why couldn't you have played the idea where Connor thought they were killed? Oh, I saw you take the, oh, you mean the people right here in our bay because we're taking them back somewhere? You don't get that. They're just going around killing. The ends justify the means. So boy. all you're going to end up having by the end, and you even have it because there's Connor. Hey, you shouldn't be doing this. And while well, I think it's Pyro, while well, they're, they're doing their thing. Do you think that he might be right about it? I'm like, what? You already did all this shit now just because you showed up and said, this isn't hey, the right way? No. That guy might be right. It, it's so forced. And it just, again, it feels like a lesser book that was a round robin winner and it's a digital first. The idea has gone to DC. We already discussed this. This happens before the dawn of DC. They're just putting that to try to make it sell. It's not horrible, but it's what no. it is. It's I, I, and it's
0: all the Connor you're going to get for the most part, because even in action comics, you're not getting a lot of Connor. By the end of this, I think this
1: issue is pretty horrible, but yeah, it's it's your favorite comic you, book right is, now. Right?
0: By the by, the end <laughs> when, the Con- <laughs> when Connor breaks himself out of his little like you know ship prison cell and then goes and saves the day by taking out this other Super Soldier clone and like making sure that everybody else you know is able to survive their t- entanglement with this Dominator X Super Soldier. He saves the day. They get the hell out of there. They're chased out by some CUN soldiers who have a warship. They're going to blast the hell out of them because they don't have a shield that can take on this kind of firepower. And we have Connor on the back of the ship using TK powers to act as a shield. This part is amazing. I want more of this all every day of the week. But when you have a book that's full of all the background of the Cosmeteers, which should be uh, like something that you should be interested in if if you are reading this book. That's a big part in my mind. You should be. But I should. This issue sitting there well, did they breed out the weakness of the <laughs> daxamite went and then and then when i got done with that when superboy was able to jerry rig his uh, inhibitor collar to get it off and he talks that. about the idea that his kryptonian powers are coming back before his tk powers then i'm thinking while well, i'm continue to read this not paying much mind to the story at hand would an inhibitor collar work on kryptonian powers when they are not a metagene but inherent just to his physical body they are not any kind of different things this is who his body is Would that be able to inhibit that? Because how does it take out something in his natural body? The guy is drunk. I think you're drunk. Exactly. Do I need to be thinking about these things during a story, though? No. And my biggest problem is you end (laughs) up like the (laughs)
1: Cosmeteers. We only got at the end of last issue. They showed up. Hey, Cosmeteers. I think that you're introducing this origin and backstory an issue too soon. I know we only have six issues, but still, I need to care about the characters
0: before you give me that background. And the background's only we were cloned. And this, it's just X-23 stuff. Everything's a clone and we gotta take care of the other clones because we're all clones and clones are good unless they're made to be bad. We can't have that clone power. And I love that. It's like uh, he made us. We were the
1: best clones. But then we, like, that's what he was trying to do. I, I tell you, Dominator X, wicka wicka whack. He's doing all that, but I'm telling <laughs> you, this, this section of books is gonna be very quick because there's not much that happens that I thought that it was pretty bad. I was uh a little more pleasantly surprised that the first issue, and I even in my mind saying, Okay, this is just that side type book. It's not gonna mean much, but at least we get Connor. He's out doing his own thing, so it's not gonna affect continuity, but then he gets to this and everything just turns to shit in my mind, and I'm not interested anymore. But hopefully next issue will
0: change that. But there is a backup there. Which and, uh, I'm telling you, I-, I was just about to ask you, hey, did you know there was a backup no i
1: did not eric and i thought that you did so because no. i just
0: because i just got to this i'm like holy shit because i, I forgot I, now that i'm seeing this i remember that we had the backups of the previous yeah, one and it was a, a bullshit 3. it was bullshit. it was a bullshit story that i hated and never thought about again once we were done with it i see this here it's like round robin 2022 us ra- kid flash the speed of fear because as you were going to get done the whole thing i'm like I thought this was an advertisement for a new book when I got... I just turned the page down. I I'm didn't like, even hey, see it. we done and fucked
1: up, Eric. <laughs> we didn't come prepared.
0: This whole thing where he's like, you know, it's Kid Flash Wallace it's being, like, attacked by the reverse Flash with a Sinestro Corps symbol on his chest. It looks pretty good. The problem with it, like the previous size Spurrier one, if you were into that, which we were not, you're only going to get a few pages of what that book could have been. So I'm really disappointed with the idea... You get three, four pages of this whole, you know, the speed of fear, which could be cool with you and I always wanted the idea of Wallace West being confronted by his father, Daniel West, the reverse Flash who died in the Suicide Squad, him coming back and confronting his father about this. It looks like this could have been along those lines. I don't know that for certain, but the idea of the speed of fear is definitely Kid Flash coming up against possibly Parallax, the fear entity, and something along those lines, which seems cool because you don't get enough Wallace West in my mind. And
1: stuff like that with Wallace, and we don't get a lot Very of Very disappointing
0: but- because. Not enough pages to do anything here, except for maybe wet your whistle for what could have been, or just be disappointed that you don't get more.
1: Yeah, yeah, there you go. And and I, I feel bad, but I actually, when I was reading this, I did not see the back up. No, neither did I. Not. I hated Forgot that size Spurrier back Me up too. so much last time that I might have
0: even... And I'm not going to tell you right now that this is good, but it looks interesting, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it does look interesting, but we'll never get more of it, it seems, unless no. people
1: really get all... No,
0: we're, ne- we're never going to get more of it, no. Uh, do you, no. Do you like when you
1: have surfs up at the end for Connor because, you know... I do. Too. What would you give this issue?
0: Ultimately, this is a disappointing issue for a series that's not going to win people over just because it's Superboy, even though a lot of us are just Superboy Connor Ken fans and want more of the character. But this being a round robin finalist with the D's, Donna DC slapped on, it doesn't make it better than it is. And ultimately, it's, it's Connor in space, but it, he's not the main character of this issue. And may, hopefully he gets back to being the main character of his own book because this is just kind of a down issue with clones doing clone things against bad clones and dominators. It could be cool, but this issue is not one of them. It's a 5.5 5 out of 10. I'm a
1: 5. I'm just a
0: 5. i could be a you 5 know, as okay. well. You know, it's okay. But it's no, just I enjoy the art. Nothing much
1: going on, and it, it's taken a dive from that first issue that kind of, like I said, I was pleasantly surprised that I didn't mind it now. As well. John Wayne was losing his mind in the slack, but I thought, well, you have to kind of get that angle of what this really is and what it isn't, but now what it is is pretty bad, so yeah. I'm not enjoying it. I think
0: it. I'm going to go down to a five with you for what this is, ultimately. Join me with a fives. Because, make- Jim, <laughs> did, do- did Dominator X breed out that lead impurity <laughs> inside him? Black
1: is what he did there. He's, he's like Terminator X on the wheels of steel over there. The next book, though, because... I want to give the Superboy Man of Tomorrow number two of five so that I can at least be somewhat positive in this section because
0: what's next, Eric? Superman Lost number three, written by Priest, with art by Carlo Pagulayan, and Jason Paz, Jeremy Cox, and sweet Willie Schubert. And like we talked about at the beginning of this section of books, the super section this is all about the idea of Superman being lost in space for 20 years, coming back to Earth, out of touch, PTSD, and not knowing how to be himself anymore. And the rest of his friends trying to figure out how to help him. All of that sounds amazing. But for this issue, Superman is trying to make his way back home with his personal, like, you know, support system, his rocket pack, everything that he has, his little solar suit to keep him with his powers as little as they can be out in the deep depths of space away from the yellow sun. And what we have is the idea. I'm going to hitch me around with them space dolphins that Lobo told me about because they came to Earth before. They must have a secret way to get around beyond light speed that I don't know about because if the Green Lantern, how Jordy can deal with his ring, maybe the space dolphins that Lobo loves so much can do it too. And while I'm out there, I'm going to tell a a planet full of microbes that can come together as one being and one mind to say – We don't like people coming to our ship. We can tell them to lower their nets down because the space dolphins are getting caught in the tuna nets. You don't need the space dolphins caught in the tuna nets. Now, the idea, like you said, the concept
1: of Superman stuck in space in a deal that being Superman isn't helping. That's very intriguing. And then the idea of when he gets home you know, how he's going to reacclimate himself where everybody has kind of, you know, been doing their thing, but here he is and they don't really understand, you know, the, the trauma and things that yeah. he's gone through. That's very, very intriguing.
0: Along the lines of John being stuck in a volcano for seven years, but somehow coming back magically fine. This Superman at least is affected. Oh, yeah. And
1: so when you're out and about and you're doing this and even you start out with Lois, you know, wondering what's going on. She finds the I don't. I don't get this. This beginning. I. But it's nothing. It all that is is you have to show some of what's going Lois on. What is deal. writing a
0: story about a crooked politician who t- like you know did all these things. She gets mad at like you know life in general throws that and then gets mad at Clark because he threw his clothes in the closet. I'm not your goddamn maid, Clark. And then finds a smashed up device to talk to him in space and his solar suit. And then we jump to the past where Superman was lost in space. And that's why I think it's like one of those where we're supposed to get that lowest like because
1: she doesn't understand exactly what he went through, she's frustrated at this point, but doesn't realize the frustration that Clark went through. But when you go into but space, you have to We're not going like to get that. to deal with well, it. Well, we're not. Well, and when we deal with what we deal with, the idea, oh, man, you know, I ended up getting this whole solar suit and this whole deal, and, uh, and then there's the, the space dolphins. Why does it have to be so fucking convoluted? Why can't know. we just get the fuck back to Earth? I know that you want to show that. And this I'm,
0: entire time, as Superman makes his way back to Earth, where he's been months in space, traveling as fast as he can, the computer keeps telling him because of his worries about the guy, Victor, in the previous issue, who ran the planet that Superman calls Kansas, he's worried that he's not on the up and up and the computer. Can, Do you want to go back Do you want to go and back to Kansas? We're going to go back gonna, to Kansas. At one point? And we, well, I'm telling you, at this point in time, for how much they talk that, we have to. And why are we going to prolong the idea? It's just because Superman, hey, I'm Superman, and something ain't right there. I better go be Superman. I'm going to disagree with you on one thing, Eric. I ain't going back to Kansas.
1: That's that's <laughs> what I'm telling you. I'm not going back to shit. Jimmy ain't in Kansas no more. He ain't going back. So you end up where you have this whole play. How far away am I? Well, I, the computer can't fit. Well, theoretically, I mean, we have that over Stop and over. It. And so, what? A theoretical
0: minimum of fourteen thousand light years. Would you like to go back to Kansas? And how many kilometers in one light year? Nine point five trillion.
1: Yeah, I don't know if anybody's ever used like the Chat GP, the Chat AI. This is like I want to ask the Chat AI: Is Eric Shea an asshole? And I want a funny response. That's what I'm waiting for. And it'll be: You can do it right now. I (laughs) do not make uh, assumptions of people's... I'm like. Fuck you, GPT. Chet- can <laughs> can you ch-
0: tell Chet GPT a little bit about me so it can make it so no, opinions? No, it won't. It wow. ends up
1: being, like, lame. And that's what that, Don't the, do like, your
0: AI Terminator stuff, because I am worried about the end, unlike all you heathens out there. So
1: what I think that is really going on, and it might be a brilliant move, we're finding out that it is boring as shit in space, because I'm bored reading this. I don't want to... You can tell me Superman was bored as shit in space. I don't need to see it. I don't need to be involved. He's you just sitting back there. Right. Well, that's here's the thing, though. That's what he's trying to do. But we're three issues in and I'm bored as shit in this and I don't want to read it anymore. So what? Why are you doing it? The idea that he's going to seemingly show us instead of the repercussions that we're interested in seeing, we're just going to have to go through space where he's told, do you want to go back to Kansas? No. And then he'll even say stuff like, man, the rent's too damn high don't understand the vernacular. I, t- get the fuck out of here. I'm so fucking bored with this story. I just understand,
0: though, outside of the individual Superman capers that he's going to find himself into, like, the space microbes catching the space dolphins and their tuna nets to keep people off their planet from destroying them. I just imagine, like, what we have with the idea of, like, Superman in space. Remember that character, the bounty hunter at the end? Of the, and the last episode of Firefly, Jubal early, when he just launched in space? you end the entire Firefly series with him floating in space. Well... Here I am. Here I am. The end, and that's just Superman here. And but he has these little adventures. But your little adventures are space dolphins getting caught in nets of a planet's defense system.
1: It's the deal of, and I I get it. But what's the overall deal? Superman follows, and you know, kind of gets the draft from these space dolphins. I don't understand space dolphins. Just like Finding Nemo with the turtles. Yeah. Well, you end up getting to the planet and superman realizes oh there's these things trapped so you get that but then you get this are they the same dolphins then you get the microbes
0: they're eating us and you get this whole play at the end of but are the dolphins these other things can you differentiate between these and these dolphins maybe all we're doing is having superman
1: like oh you get it superman not everybody is clear-cut good or bad you may like the space dolphins but in fact this other species, while well, the dolphins are just being space dolphins, they are attacking them. So they have their point of view. So that, and I'm like, I don't care. I just want to get back to see what's going on and what we get as Lois pissed stuff and seemingly just a bitch because you end up Clark after all this time he didn't put away his stuff. He didn't clean <laughs> up his toys, right? Where is it in this? And I know it's not fully in continuity or whatnot, but I would love yeah. to have Superman go to John. In this and say listen we have to talk like I kind of brushed aside what I didn't I, you know I didn't get the trauma that you must have been going through in that volcano I get it now I came back I was th- so please come on hug it out let's talk we're never going to get that because it's not and that also steel. dad
0: you in that 20 years had adventures and did stuff I was stuck being fed raw pigs by a guy who looked like you in a volcano that I was chained inside of I'm, I'm still burned half of my I look like two-faced
1: for crying out loud that's what he should look like. But you end up where, okay, so what's what's the rub here? What are we, what are we trying to get in three issues in? I, I can't take 10 issues of this bullshit. I thought by now we would see a glimmer of, okay, this is what happens. But even at the end of this, he gets mad, smashes his device, which we saw. After smack, he, after he burns it. out
0: his power reserve, so he's pretty much stuck in space with no navigational tool because he breaks it to the end he's frustrated with it because it's going to take too long to get back to Kansas or anywhere else. And he had to be Superman, so being Superman, burn out his power supply, so now he has nothing to look forward to for the issues going forward, except for being Jubal early, saying, well, here I am.
1: And so we already had earlier where he's picked up and like, hey, you owe us this amount of credits, so you can, is he just going to get picked up by yet another? He may just end up getting picked up by the space Jawas again, and they just dump him back at Kansas. I don't know, but really? When it says the next, the edge of forever, I feel like I've been on that edge three issues now. And it feels like forever. It really does. Well, even the idea where issue
0: number three here, next, the edge of forever, the road home begins with one step. I'm like, we're not on the road home yet. <laughs> And
1: where I go for the full out deal. And again, I don't want to insult anybody who likes this. Everybody likes everything, but I'm not having fun with this at all. I'm not enjoying it. I'm not enjoying the page to page storytelling. I'm not enjoying the idea that we're just hanging space. And eventually somebody will tell us, Oh, but, but Jim and Eric, they get, they gets back to earth in issue nine of 10. I'm like, whatever. I will never look back. I don't want to talk about this. Like
0: we have, If we don't do anything that's going to be like a time paradox to make sure that this never happens, what you're left with is a Superman who's fundamentally damaged. That's it. That's the story. And what he did in this time to become damaged. People seem to be
1: kind of okay with that because that's different and it is. You know, again, I said at the beginning and I saw, I think it was Geek Dad that said that he's intrigued because this is a a villain that you can't fight back. It's Superman, but but it's just boring. I need something more than this. and I. I well, it's, just, it's funny because it
0: kind of reminds me, especially with the solar suit that he's wearing, what we had at the beginning of the Superman Returns movie where he was gone for five years because for some reason he thought, hey, maybe Krypton's still out there. So he flew out Went there, to flew back. There's out. nothing. That's gone yeah. for five years and had his white solar suit. I'm back now. I mean, space dolphins is usually fun, right? Again, you say that. I don't like having fun. You have stuff with space dolphins. I like the idea that Lobo is infatuated with space dolphins. That's where it begins and that's where it ends. Once it even shows up, I don't care for it. But the idea that Lobo loves space dolphins—that's enough for me.
1: I still think Priest is one of the most overrated comic book writers out there. I, he has a couple a stories list. that are pretty good, but the long list. There's a lot of the people who were just like, "Oh, they're not that good," and people will forget about them. Priest is seemingly an all time great, and he really has two things that I kind of. Hey, enjoy. James Albury is pretty good. Yeah, he was good. I mean, James and Christopher Priest was good. But Priest, yeah. eh, he just doesn't have it. But I don't know. I, I think that he I think that a lot of people even reading this are giving it more of the benefit because of who's writing it. But if this would have been clone rads, they, they would have said this is garbage and left it. So that's what I want to do. But what would you give this?
0: Ultimately, I'm telling you, the, the writing's not terrible. It's just the story itself is not the direction I want to see going, like, you know, where I personally care about where the story is. The individual adventure is not there, because like I said, this issue, Superman tries to stop the space dolphins from getting caught in nets. That's basically what you have. Superman is still lost in space, but that's not much enough for me to say, man, I can't wait to see what the next adventure is, because this one was pretty boring. The last one was pretty boring, and the stuff that I care about is not showing up in this book. So I think the art is great throughout this entire issue. The colors are great. Everything about the art is amazing in this. I wish I could see what I wanted from it, but I'm not, so I'm giving this a five out of ten. Yeah, I'm a four. Four
1: out of ten, I'm just not digging it. It's not for me, but i, I just bored. I'm bored with it. I'm not having any fun with it, and I, I'm i sick of sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting. We've had this with so many books, like, oh, well, you have to give it four issues. You have to give it five issues. I We gave it three. I don't like any of it. I like the concept of it seems like we're not dealing with it. I don't want to suffer through any more to try to get to something that I want and might enjoy. I'm done. I'm flushing it, Eric. The journey is just too much for the destination. It is. I mean, I get the feeling that the last panel of issue 10 is just going to be him getting back. I'm home, honey. <laughs> We're ending. I don't screw you. But yeah, what is your book of the week? My book of the week is Stargirl, The Lost Children, number six. So is mine. I really, really did enjoy that book. And actually I'm gonna have a tie with the Green Lantern as well. I really enjoyed that and I think it's something that's important for the Dawn of DC and getting all excited about that. But that sort of thing will continue next week, Eric. We have a lot of books next week and a lot of big bangers, I'd say. Oh yeah. Starting yeah. Starting with Batgirls number eighteen. Excited, Eric, you you ready to go? You got that going. and one we step do have, closer to the end. We have a ton of books. We said that's why we talked about Superboy in this deal, but even some of them are oversized. we got a lot of crazy stuff going on. We also have Batman, Superman, World's Finest, number 15. We're enjoying nice. that one, right? Yeah. We, we have
0: Batman, The Brave and the Bold, number one. You Ooh, tell me, me how excited one. you are for that. Well, I cough, Eric. I am really excited for that. Well, I would if Tom King wasn't involved because the thing is, I'm not a huge Tom King fan. It might be good, and I will give it the benefit of the doubt. But when I see his name attached, thing, I think a child is going to die immediately.
1: I do too. And you also have the idea that it's yet another Batman Joker story. Yeah, and I don't need that at this point in time. No, I don't either. But that's an oversized deal as well. You have you know again more a black and white. No, I'm having some problems. I just coughed so much that I got lightheaded. But but no, <laughs> You also have a Kevin Scott story. We have or not Kevin Scott. We have a Christopher Cantwell story which i like to think of as tom king light so i don't know if that's crossing the streams in one book but we'll see how it works out we Touching also dicks. have speaking of speaking of priest as well that black adam book another bit of nonsense
0: <laughs> and again what's with this i don't know maybe it got good it was just not the black i don't adam hear really recognized about it it didn't seem like one that was in proper continuity so i dropped it because it wasn't personally reaching me as a dc comics fan because it just seemed like priest Doing a Black Adam book without him knowing exactly what's going on Black Adam. He said with that, it's like, I don't want to know the continuity
1: of shit going on. I'm just going to write my story, and that doesn't really play out well with us. But what also doesn't play out well sometimes, Catwoman number 55, Eric. Orange is the new black cat. She's out of jail and ready to mingle. That rhymed. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, That book has been a bit of nonsense. Hopefully it can turn
0: itself around. Cyborg number one. All right. Cool, right? It could be, unless it jumps into this, like, am I more man or machine? I don't need that fight anymore. The new writer likes to say booyah. Well, I like booyah as well. So we'll see how that plays out.
1: But, yeah, we'll we'll get it. Let's see how that starts out, what the tone of it i is. is. I'm, I'm looking forward, though, to see Superman yeah. number four. A book that we've Super really cool. enjoyed. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited about that. I
0: need to see, see, see some more shirtless Howard Stern in a wheelchair if so I yes. can figure out what's really going on with the villains. I think that this might be one of the best weeks. we. Now, I'm
1: not saying that I've read any of these books or whatever, but the idea and what we're getting. possibility, though. Yeah. The possibility this might be one of the better weeks we've had in the years because it keeps going. The Flash 799, we have that deal. We, we've enjoyed that. I sit here up, shaking
0: my head yes. I'm like, what am I doing?
1: <laughs> we ended up with, you know. Space Macho Man. Uh, you you didn't love that, you know but what? we'll That's see how it goes. Is.
0: I'm shaking my head because I was desperately trying to remember what 7, 798 yeah. was. Like, 799, yeah, what we're doing? we got to find the way. baby. But the Omega yeah. Bam, man, I don't really need that at this point in time. It might be fun, though. So we have that. Okay.
1: The Vigil, number one. The Ram B. Right. You know, Maybe we are legends. Hopefully. Okay. Titans, number one. Okay, I look forward to that. Fuck I mean, yeah, it's a big book. A lot of people are down with Tom Taylor, but hopefully he can come through. What does that mean? They don't like him.
0: Okay, when you, when, when I say I'm down with something, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. No, I didn't listen. I didn't say, man. People are down with him. I said people are down oh, with. Him. It's in how you didn't said you get it. how you. I said
2: it's like that? Bad. Listen,
1: people are down with him. Do you get it now? What's no, like, hey, I do <laughs> Tom Taylor. People are down with him. Now that's positive, right? I'm down with you. What? What are we? What fucking ninety eight? the hell that's you you're where gonna, I live. you're gonna give me a solid well what's going on here say that there. still bro oh my goodness gracious <laughs> titans number one dude Ah, oh, and then we have wonder woman 799 it's gonna be the bomb party's done yeah it might be the bomb <laughs> i'm trying to think about it wait, wait, wait. W- w-
0: what was that last book you wonder just mentioned woman 799
1: time? it's gonna be oh. a bomb that's yeah, what well. i think you're right I'm I'm not down with that. They're not down with that, but some people are, people down, are down with that. Down with that. <laughs> said you, you said gotta, down, down, no. Some people are down with him, down on him. I thought I'd No. Ah, Calabunga, dude. Right? Oh yeah. Hey, awesome, man. I don't know. Look forward to Titans, not Wonder Woman. Are you yeah. Are you gonna give me a song? Is so that what are you going to do? What do you a solid if you did a solid. Mm-hmm. Well, I really mean, like, are you going to give me a solid? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, that's very baby girl. You. All right, let's get going, big boy. Hey there, big boy. But yeah, those are some banger books. I mean, we have a lot of people's favorites. But, I mean, when have we ever gotten a week where we, unless it's the start of a new deal, but we have one, two, uh, three, four, four number ones, four number ones. Ah, ah, ah. We have it all we just don't have Dominator X. wick a wicka, wicka, whack. One. I don't even know what I'm saying now. I'm trying to make you laugh, and I can't hear a shitting thing from you, so I'm worried. <laughs> ah, we have four number one. Keep you ones. on your toes. We all have a plethora of number ones. Ooh, wee. What do you think will be picked by the badasses? I would say, myself, they're going to pick Cyborg and Titans. But what you do know, you No, I can think? see that.
0: But honestly, I think it's going to be Brave and the Bold and Titans. Brave and the
1: Bold I Seriously, I'm wink-winking at the badasses. Pick frame in the bold. That is an oversized issue. We need to get that shit done early. And we're going to be doing a Friday night deal, so that gives me a benefit to say. If you want to hear our weekly spotlight with two of these books will be Patreon only. Go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash and you'll be able to listen that Thursday night. But because we have so many books, me and Eric, unfortunately for Eric, we'll have to do some things on Friday. And what usually happens then, and I will make sure it does since I'm saying it now, we will have an earlier access where the books that we do on Friday, we will have available on the Patreon early access Friday night, and then the rest of the show complete early access Saturday night. So if you want to get a little head start with all that, you go to the Patreon, sign up, and you can even get that early access deal is usually just a dollar so. Usually I say it will be so All of that you can end up just supporting us And getting things early access And that is uh, I think pretty cool Pretty yeah. cool way to start out your weekend And pull your pants up and you might even get a little Booyah out of Eric for a little bonus But booyah! yeah so you can do that But also let me remind everybody To go over to Twitter at Weird Science DC follow us we'll follow you back Go over to our website WeirdScienceDCComics.com Check out written reviews And even some links to the youtube channel which is weird science comics where you can go and check out all those videos that i do there and then as i already mentioned check out our patreon because we end up doing all this stuff we've never taken a week off in the whole time we've been doing this we kind of had a snafu of the second week of the podcast but we are now 400 and some weeks in a row we don't take off we end up doing this so that people can have some fun things to listen to have a good For time now. with us, right? Yeah, it'll test us. I mean, that's the thing. It's getting to the point where I do have some people. They'll get a hold of me and I'm like, well, I would join, but I'll just listen to the free stuff. I'm like, you keep saying I oh, ain't gonna be no free stuff. <laughs> like there's <laughs> gonna be no Jimmy. Jimmy's out. Uh, but we like doing this. And me and you talk yeah. about it, but we do end up. We try to put some hard work into it as well. So maybe give us a little, you know, solid as they. What sit else you gonna learn about day? that
0: Daxamite lead weakness? Huh? Yeah. Worry about that so much. So, there. but, yeah, go over to the Patreon,
1: patreon.com slash weird science, you get more, you know, deal than just that early access. There's a lot of stuff, and it's a lot of fun stuff that we end up being able to pick what we talk about, not just at the whims of the weekly schedule. And we have a bunch of reading clubs, all that stuff, so check it out. And there's right now, if you do go check it out, even if you don't join right away, you can get early, not early access, you can get uh, previews to a lot of the shows as well. Check out what's going on. But all that said and done, we are done for this week. Previews. Yeah, previews. Previews. Oh, previews. Yeah, it's about five minutes. You can listen to me and Eric talk nonsense. So, with all that, hey, thanks everybody
0: and what do we say at the end, Eric? Everybody have a great week. Week. Keep it weird. Weird. And we'll see you in seven. See you in seven.
2: You are all weirdos. Weird Science is the revolution. New science is the revolution.